Okay, uh, and now I will remove the pop filter. Okay. Um, the, it, it seems about the same. It probably it's probably going to look very very similar. I um, we took the pop filter away last week, and it made everything better. This yeah. will just make everything the I same. Think maybe I should have spent more than two dollars. <laughs> On our, on our pop filters. filters are just like a piece of pantyhose I've, over a circle. I don't think there's that much you can do. Yeah, I've heard that that's something you can do. You can sort of... Maybe it was one of those life hacks that, that, that the internet has. You say where, that you know, again. You say yeah. the word life hack again and I will fire you. Life. From this podcast and out of a cannon. Ha- I know people say you're not meant to record in wide open spaces like my living room, which mm. is also my lounge room. Yeah. But there's nothing for the sound to bounce back to and there's no kind of echoey sound really. So it's, it's yeah. actually quite crisp in here, I think. Whereas yeah. your study is just... It's weird. It's 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 unlike any other um, place we've recorded in before. The um, the Your little game room was very... It's quite echoey. echoey. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but we were and down in a corner then. Like, we were literally like yeah. speaking down we were kind, into a corner. We're kind of huddled in the corner, like whispering to each other. Um, but it but, was very sexual. It was. <laughs> it always, it's always sexual on Game Life Balance Australia. <laughs> My hand is always on your leg, Rob. <laughs> and that's that's where I like it. To, I can't podcast without intimate physical contact. It's it's a symbiotic relationship, really. Yes. If by symbiotic you mean uh, parasitic, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was um, yeah, okay, let's go with that. Par- parasitic's probably probably the right word there, but yeah, yeah you've got so many books there, yes. and they all bounce. All the books bounce off each other. I think because well, the, the books don't bounce, the sound bounces off the books. It and... doesn't. It doesn't. But it wasn't echoey. That's the thing. It was actually like the opposite of echoey in there. Although weirdly, I think there was a bit of echo. There, just... there was a bit of there was a bit of uh, stunted sound in there. A little. I mean, the thing is, your your voice once we took the pop filter off sounded sounded great, yep. like really good. Yeah. My voice sounded really echoey and tinny, and I don't know whether that's because I have a high pitched, squeaky, <laughs> almost uh, gnome like voice, and I have <laughs> the voice I have the voice of a character from David the Gnome. Um, what, what the hell is David the Gnome? You don't know what David the Gnome is? What the hell is th- it's no. a children's cartoon. No, never heard of it. David the Gnome was it David. I know Noddy. No, yeah, not mm, does Noddy have a high pitched tinny voice? I think no, um, isn't Noddy maybe just narrated? I, was, I can't remember. Was Noddy a gnome? Big ears is a gnome, wasn't he? I think they're all gnomes. Were they no? Mm. Okay, Aren't right. Um, I don't know. Look, why? Why are we talking about Enid Blyton <laughs> books here when we could be talking about I ha- intimate <laughs> sexual touching during the podcast? <laughs> Which maybe if you touched me more intimately, my voice wouldn't be so tinny and high pitched. Um, so when we had the pop filter over the other day, we couldn't figure out what was going on uh, mm. because my my voice was so low. Yeah, and it just I needed more treble basically, and yeah. we, we couldn't get it by by maxing the settings. So we we took mm. the pop filter and it sounded okay, and then all of a sudden Rob sounded like a chipmunk on helium. <laughs> it's like I have too much treble, and you have too little treble. So if we have a baby. Yeah. Together. Let oh, hello. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. Have you seen that film? Um, is it Junior? Uh, yes. Yes. So, uh, like that, and uh, was it was Danny DeVito in that as well? Or was it just Arnold Schwarzenegger? How about this? I I'll be Danny DeVito. Okay. Because I am the one with the annoying high pitched voice, as discussed just now. Okay. Yeah. You'll be the buff Arnie type. 
with the big baby bump. And uh, I am like, other than the baby, I'm nine tenths of the way there. <laughs> this bump is looking very baby like. <laughs> just like that's right, yeah. He's like, you don't even have to like, you know, stuff a pillow up your shirt or anything like that. We can. <laughs> this is convincing already. Oh yeah. Oh, I think I just felt a kick. That would be the curry I had last <laughs> night. And welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to no, Game not gentlemen. Life. Welcome, ladies. Welcome. You know what my dad called us yesterday? <laughs> reprobates. He said, say hello to all the reprobates who turn up to your house tomorrow. <laughs> I thought, reprobates is probably uh, the right word to use for my I friends. Liked, I liked no good nicks. No good nicks is a good one. Yeah. Ne'er-do-wells. We are ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> and this is, of course, Game Life Balance, Episode 5. Mm. Stream of nonsense. Yes. So, if you're new, or if you've forgotten, if you have a memory like a sieve, like us, yes. Every fifth episode, and this is number five, so the the fifth episode, yes, of the new run. But every fifth episode, uh, we will do something called stream of nonsense, where there's no format, or there's a, a lot less format. Yes, there's, there's there's less of a semblance of a format. Then there already isn't. I'm confused. Help! Help. uh, No, no, no. See, see, (laughs) the other thing is that Rob usually hosts, and I, despite the fact that there's no real format, I kind of jump into the hosting role to keep Mm. us on some semblance of track, Mm. because otherwise this would probably go for four or five hours. Yes. And we plan to go longer than we normally do, but not Mm. quite that long. No, we're not. It's Look, it'll be somewhere in between... Like a bite-sized half-hour podcast and the epic Viking sagas that our friend Steve uh, <laughs> makes in, with the Cat Max hypecast. Cat Max hypecast. Um, I went on last time. It, it is kind of like the prose edda of <laughs> of it is an epic, podcast. It was and it was all about um, Evangelion, so which made it even more epic. Yeah, if you can say epic. It, it, it was a five-hour cast that was edited down to four hours, I think. Yeah, yeah. So because mm. the rest of it was pure gold. Pure. Did you listen to that whole Spun thing? Spun gold, right Rump? from Rapunzel's. No, not Rapunzel. The other one. Rump, 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 Rumpelstiltskins, magical loom. Rob, did you listen to that entire podcast? I, you know, I actually did. Wow. Okay. And... I thought you were avoiding my question there. <laughs> <laughs> you were going right from what's his name? What's his majiggers? Hopefully, he'll stop asking me. And you no, did no. actually listen to the whole thing. I listened to four hours <laughs> of four people. Yeah, from yep. disparate parts of the United States, Canada, and Australia. Yep, discuss Evangelion, which, which is I, a 1990s Japanese cartoon. I yep. understand it's one of the animes. It is one of the animes, indeed. and one of the good animes. Look, I'm going to come clean. I actually have watched some of the original run of Evangelion. You and remember the bit where Misato drinks beer? Yes, I remember that. I remember that quite well because hmm. um, I was like, she seems like a cool chick. I could hang out with her. Um, and I remember um, biblical references, and I remember there are a few of those. Um, I remember, I remember big freaking monstery things um, so, beating the snot out of each other, which angels, was great. Yeah, yeah. And, so, so at and there the was end a, of this podcast, yep, yep. <laughs> at the end of the four hours, yes. what did you think? Did you think? Uh, Thank God that's over. You know, I you thought think, I am going to kill Andrew. I actually I'm thought... going to skin him and eat him alive. <laughs> There was more than... I mean, there was Nintendo Watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It wasn't just Evangelion. Hypecast is pretty... It's pretty good. I mean, it, it's actually great. You have to come... You have to... Be sure you're listening to an episode that has, like, a, a topic that's of interest to you. Um, so maybe Evangelion... 
wasn't the right one for me to jump in, but <laughs> I thought it was good actually, and it, good. it made me think. You know, that show's all right because uh, what I, I've seen of it seemed decent. But uh, let's not talk about Evangelion for four hours. We could, uh, you know, I actually have to do that tomorrow. <laughs> Are you doing part two? I am doing part two of the hype of the hype cast, the Cat Max hype cast tomorrow. Fantastic. Well, uh, I and because of the damn time zones, I have to get up even earlier because our daylight savings stopped. So now it's going to oh. be eleven o'clock in the morning. They're always screwing you with these daylight savings. Yeah, I know. It's um... damn you, Steve. <laughs> so lousy or Earth being tilted twenty three and a half degrees on its axis. <laughs> Stupid seasons. And... So basically, you, you. It's funny because you're hearing this now. Mm. By the time you this actually is up on the internet, mm. uh, this will have already happened. I hope. Yeah. I hope it all goes off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully the um, the hype cast will be up somewhere. Yeah, on Podomatic after that as well. Yeah, so it's I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But eleven o'clock in the morning is a is a very early time to <laughs> start. Uh, I I don't want to say drinking, but I'm gonna probably have to drink because otherwise I will lose my voice. Yeah, five hours of nothing but talk will will do that to you. Sometimes I do this thing where I get up in the morning and there'll be like a. A half finished glass of wine or something from the night before um, and I hope society doesn't judge me too harshly when I say that I will sometimes down that wine five in the morning or six in the morning wow. on, on a school day wow because I'm like you know what this five dollar bottle of Moscato doesn't it deserves better <laughs> than to be thrown down a sink um, so thrown down your gullet yeah, instead yes and and then yeah so look I am judging you for that because I'm, I'm not a morning drinker like I'm I'm an all night like, drinker I wouldn't but, call uh, it drink I mean I, I like I don't even get a buzz not, on it's, it's not like, wasting it no yeah, yeah. It's, half a glass is not going to do anything for you but this is a li- delicious I, I, treat I'm still <laughs> judging you on this so uh, speaking of drinking mm. segue number one yeah we are stone cold sober yes now, I'm not saying that we're rabidly drunk every episode, although that does happen <laughs> last week. Uh, we will preload a little bit. We'll have yeah. something to loosen our vocal cords a yes. little bit before. A, a wee nip of courage. A wee nip of courage. And um, this isn't sounding any different so far. No, I mean, it's actually worse in some ways because we spent the first two minutes talking about audio quality. And, so, then, the next, and then the next five about Evangelion. Uh, I love this already. I love this. I love stream of nonsense. It's pretty great. We do actually have... There's only one uh, element of the uh, the standard podcast that you will see in Stream of Nonsense, and that is um, a quiz at the end. So um, hang in there for that, <laughs> if you can. Not only that, I'm doing the quiz. So yes. So Rob always does the quiz and quizzes me. Yes. Stream of Nonsense means that I get to host, which mm-hmm. also means that I have to do the quiz. He turns the tables on me. I do indeed. The old switcheroo. So we're also going to... I'm not going to say monitor our drinking, but we're going to drink throughout this to see where it ends up by the end. So uh, basically this is like a test to see whether we're better or worse or just about the same when we're drinking. Uh, So why don't we just start... Yep, all right. Um, So we have a a traditional drink, which we drink. Mm. It's the classiest drink. We need a name for this drink. I'm going to call it the... um, Podcast uh, pick-me-up? Yeah, okay. I was going to call it the hairy nipple, but I think that's already taken. That's, that's already taken. I'm, I'm gonna call I have it, two of those. I'm, I'm going to call it the the dirty cowboy. I'm pretty sure that's a drink as I'm well, gonna, and a sexual position. There's not all these names are taken. All right, I'm going to call it. The, I'm going to call it the thieving Welshman. <laughs> you know what? Even if that is the, <laughs> if that is already the name of a drink. 
I am pretty happy to steal that name yep. and apply it to the podcast Pick Me Up, which is now known as the Thieving Welshman. Brilliant. You racist prick. <laughs> hey, you know, I could start on about my hatred for the Welsh, but I don't really even know where Wales is. Oh, God. Uh, I the ass- Wales has one of the best flags because it has a dragon on it. Does it? Yeah. Oh, well, they're all right then. Yeah, not, see? Not like those lousy English. They probably stole that flag, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that drink went straight to our heads. Can't trust them as far as you can throw them. <laughs> well, it's like when you when you Welsh on a bet. Yes, that means like you're you're going you're, back you're on your words. Reneging. Yes, you're is that reneging. like is that like being an Indian giver? I guess I another so, like yeah. racist but term for for being untrustworthy sort of thing. I guess um, so. Yes, it's going back on your word. It's being dishonourable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, even more interesting, you know. Um, where scotch tape comes from. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. So, I, I'm probably going to get this wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing, to, is it, it's nothing to do with Scots being cheap, is it? It is. Really? But it has nothing to do with the actual Scots themselves. It's just by reputation. So Right. By the way, I don't think Scotsmen are actually cheap. It's just a racial sort of... It's uh, a stereotype. It's a stereotype. Yeah. Thank you. It is a stereotype. Yes. Um, I don't think um, Welsh are even... Stereotypically thieves, as far I as I know. I don't think they I are. I think it was just like some sort of random. Came to concept. my head. It just, I just, I just took a, um, I just took like a, you know, like a, sort of like a descriptive, like a descriptive sort of verbal word, and then I added it to like a nationality. I just mashed mm. the two together, and and that and that came out. Um, so, yeah. I, I like it. I like the thieving Welsh. Yeah, it, it sounds. It sounds like a. It sounds like a great pub name as well. It sounds like a, a great band, actually. The thieving Welshmen. You know, they'd be like <laughs> lock a, down your amps, boys. They'd be like a folk. I imagine there was like a folk group. Yeah, you know, they all have long hair and beards, and they play like lutes and things like that. And uh... so, so where um, Scotch tape comes from is um, the the people who were inventing this type of tape mm. took it to a mechanic who was spray painting a car, and of course, I'm I'm. Um, I'm making the story much shorter here. Okay, you're abbreviating? I am very much abbreviating. And uh, the mechanic said that um, uh, the, the tape kept peeling off. They didn't put enough uh, sticky substance on the other side of the scotch tape for it right. to stick. So he actually said, go back and tell these scotch bastards to go put more sticky stuff on there. <laughs> so, and, and scotch, right. of course, being uh, you know some, uh, like a stereotype of the, the Scottish people for being cheap. Right, uh, and so that's where it comes from. Scotch from this tape. this mechanic saying there wasn't, it didn't stick well enough. <laughs> you know, there's few. It's funny. I, I think racism against people who are like basically white hmm. um, is like, and this is a dangerous way, path to go down. But it seems more socially acceptable. So people go, "Oh, Scotch tape, ha, that's funny because Scots are poor, ha ha ha." But if like they, if someone, if someone called it like, you know, I can't, I'm not even going to go there, but like some other like racial, like group that is known to be cheap or something you know that it could be really insulting or like you know oh let's call it like mm. but like, i mean you know what i mean like the, when when we were the young, Scots have it rough is what i'm saying well so do the welsh because and so do the irish and where does yeah. all this stuff come from <coughs> palms yep. Did it? uh write it down write it down all right i'll write it down damn it that's the first time i've sworn actually it's the it's the first time you've sworn in your life. Yes. That, no. no I, I, think, I think there is a lot of evidence in the first series of Game Life Balance which would contradict that I statement. don't remember that at all. I don't remember you ever swearing, ever. <laughs> so I didn't actually swear for about seven years uh, when I was living in Japan. And 
and working as a teacher. Is that there. because you just didn't know any Japanese swear words? No, no, no. It's just that because I was a teacher, I didn't want to swear, especially in front of kids. So, oh. yeah, I was responsible. I swear responsible. in front of my daughter all the time. Yeah, I know, but she can't comprehend you. Yeah, that's right. That's the reason I do it because I know that, like, in a few months, she will. So I've got to get those swears in while I can. Oh yeah, Daddy um, said a bad word. It's not true. I'm, I'm bragging. I'm, I'm trying to act like a cool guy who swears in front of his daughter, but actually my wife would like throw a book at me if I did. <laughs> so no, I don't actually do that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be cool and fit in with the cool kids. All right. So, so where were we? Uh, the F the F and Poms. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean the Irish. When we were young, the Irish had a lot of jokes told about them about being the Irish were very thick. Mm. Like the Irish were people who put a screen door on a submarine and all that kind of yeah that kind of stuff. Which is not nice. No, it's not. And and those stereotypes have waned. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, people just aren't people just aren't really racist. Very look, there are racist people out there, but I think people are people are still crappy to each other, but not on the basis of race. You yeah. know, they're like they're crappy to each other, like on the basis of like what video games you like or don't like or. What TV shows you're into, or what like, religion you're part of? You religion's gotten yes, actually, you're right. Religion's kind of a hot topic these days. Um, it's it's a it's a controversial topic, uh, and unlike we're not going to go into it today. I will say that much. Cause... Unlike any other period in history, people get angry about religion <laughs> these days. I mean, it's almost as if like if it keeps going on much longer, there could be a war about it. You know and... you. <laughs> There's never been a war about religion before. No, that that will be a scary thing. <laughs> Much like when you swore for the first time just now, it will be a horrifying new. I'm glad you picked up on it because I was I was I was emphasizing a point there, mm. and this all comes from something, some topic which I can't remember what it was, and I'm trying to get back to, but I can't <laughs> remember what our original Yay, topic was. Forget it, it's gone. I think it was about us not drinking and uh. how. We are going to measure where that goes by drinking and, and scotch tape and scotch tape. Somehow yeah. we got on the scotch tape. Oh my god! I think I think that was just a, a funny. Yeah, uh, it's a funny, a, a funny sidebar. It's a edu- we're, we're primarily an educational podcast, <laughs> as I've said many <laughs> so times. Not educational. We're um, so not. <laughs> so when you go when you go to to school uh, on the day after you listen to this, kids, um, you can. I'm speaking to you, all the children listening to the show. Uh, children can, should not be listening. You can to go show. up to your your teacher, and tell them proudly about scotch tape and about thieving Welshmen. And how they're it's and, racial epithets. And and, and how, um, what else? Evangelion is, is one of the animes. And uh, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have enriched their life too. Much like we're enriching yours right now. Yeah, okay, so next essay, just write all that stuff down. Yeah. We're, we're going off on such a large tangent, I feel like <laughs> I should steer us back onto course. Uh, I shall randomly drop that uh, when this podcast goes live, mm. which I'm assuming will be Tuesday. Yeah, it will be. I, I post these <clears> things <throat> on a Tuesday. And this one requires less editing, although this one will require a bit of editing because I've already sworn. Yeah, I won't edit this at all. I'll uh, actually, what I'll do is I'll get that swear word you just said. Yeah. And I'll just like double down. <laughs> I'll just put it, I'll just pepper the podcast. <laughs> I, I am kind of tempted to do that because I know you'll be editing so you'll have to go and listen to like two hours of this going oh man I know he said it around here sometimes just, just like a little easter egg just hidden somewhere <laughs> just to force me to listen to it um, it's like it's like where's Wally with the F word <laughs> where's Folly <laughs> sorry uh, it's so it, yeah when this goes live it will yeah. be my uh, birthday yes happy birthday. happy birthday to you 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 me 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 uh, uh, in case you're wondering I am turning 35 I think I would sing an off-brand happy birthday to you don't but I'm not going to no 
Um, you have a horrible singing voice. Hey, that's not true. I no, it is true. I've I, heard you sing. I have a beautiful. I would say. I would say almost um, bird-like voice. Vo- I have. The, I have the voice of a nightingale in spring. It's a bird, but it's more of a crow. An angry, <laughs> angry crow. Hey, I resent, with issues. I resent. I resent everything you're saying. <laughs> so it's. I will be turning 35. I was um, going to give you a birthday present on air, but now I'm thinking I'm not going to because okay, you, fine. you made me you made me feel like a sad boy. <laughs> you go cry. You go cry there. Um, I will. Emo Raven boy. Hey. Emo crow boy. Emo crow. All, like, crow boy. Like that movie, The Crow. That was a very emo movie, wasn't it? it was, Except it have a happy. No, it didn't have a happy ending. It, it was like <laughs> emo before emo. It was just gothic. It was proto emo. Yes. Proto-emo, yes. but not proto Now I feel this urge to go on about goths and emos. Uh, but I'm not going to. No, okay, that, that's probably for the best. I just don't see the difference, that's all mm. I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what the difference is. So we, we can't get too wasted on the podcast. Because oh, I actually right. have... You probably will. But I actually have people coming over after the podcast. Yes. And not only that, it's that annoying two-hour period. Mm. So after we finish, after you leave at, at about four o'clock mm-hmm. on this fine Saturday afternoon... Mm-hmm. I've got to set up for the party. And yep. there's nothing worse than being drunk or too drunk and then sobering up and then trying to drink again. Mm. Like, I don't want to be yeah. at that level. I don't want so to... you want to just, just keep a mer- like some mellow... Merriment? Yeah. yeah. But it's also like even, even skiving off that kind of drinking can mm. feel kind of shitty. Like even if you have like one drink and then don't drink, you feel okay, but you try drinking again and it's like, Ugh. I mean, I could not drink on my birthday, but mm. that's not going to happen. <laughs> No, that's realistically we both know we both are fully understanding the situation <laughs> yes. that i will not be sober you're definitely not by seven o'clock tonight no look so i will give you your present even though you don't deserve a present okay. all right so i have here a box full of things that i think there's a 50 percent chance you already own and a card that i i i put fake feelings that i don't have for you in <laughs> um ac it even says ac it's full of lies this card. Okay, I'm gonna read the. Read, read no, the card. it's actually. It's actually. I couldn't think of anything to write, so I just wrote the bare minimum. Okay. Of what I could. It's not even funny. Okay. All right. So, uh, I will describe the card for you. Yeah. It says happy. Yeah. Uh, in old timey Western. Western yeah, kind it of. It does. Font. It looks a bit like a saloon. Yeah. Underneath, in uh, in Times New Roman, it says birthday. I think it's more like a sans serif font. Sans serif, okay. To be honest. All right. But, uh, anyway, you're, you're you're the font expert. I, I am the font spurt. I, I'm a fontologist. <laughs> Not many people know that about me, but I studied I studied fontology at uh, at Princeton, and and by that I mean I used Microsoft Word a lot while drinking <laughs> at Princeton. Um, at, at, you, you broke in there. I, there's a there's a street called Princeton in Canberra, and I often, a, sometimes you, sometimes I, I I lie in the gutter there and yell at passersby. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I like how you're ruining your own. You, you're ruining your own birthday card here. Look, this is a nice birthday. Card. My it, wife picked this out, so don't laugh at it too much. So, uh, it's got vertical stripes. Yeah, it's, and it's got some gold leaf on it. So very nice. Yeah, thank you. Um, and it says, "Dear Andrew," and Andrew. I like. It's on the front. It says AC. In the card, it says Andrew. It's well, got that. Well, you know, because personal I, touch. It does. That's right. I decided to get personal. <laughs> that's creepy. He's getting personal, guys. Now, his hand is on my leg. Or should I say, upper inner thigh. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, champ. Enjoy your special birthday with love from Robert, Megan, and Ruby. Smiley face. Oh, I, that's nice. I drew a smiley face 
because I'm basically a ten year old child. And- my my favorite my favorite bit here is where mm. it says "Happy Birthday, Champ." And that sounds like the kind of card like a like a divorced dad would give his <laughs> yes yeah. his not uh, uh, live at home child. <laughs> here you go, Champ. <laughs> Happy birthday! Now I, I gotta go. I can't remember your name, so I'm gonna call you Champ. I gotta go now. I'd love to see you more, but I actually don't. So, <laughs> oh yeah, gee, I'd, I'd love to spend the weekend with you, but um, Daddy's got some important drinking, thinking. No drinking. No, wait, damn, thinking to do. Damn. Yeah, I, I'd love to spend time with you, son, but my my new son, who is better than you, <laughs> is is um, going on a camping trip with me. And um... T- to be fair, we don't know who is the better son until we put them into baby fight club. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, baby fight club Which will be a real thing That's a after, after my daughter <laughs> Is born <laughs> You know what'll happen I'm gonna arm her to the teeth Do you know what happened? We'll put them in an, in an Gums ar- She won't have teeth yet We'll put them in an arena Built out of um Out of those like baby Barriers that you use To stop them from getting Into the kitchen Yeah Um, We'll arm them With a variety of like Kitchen tools Like I'm gonna give my, my baby A corkscrew and, and your baby can have like a Like a butter knife With one of the serrated Like a, like a, like a sharp butter knife A sharp oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and and we'll chant fight at them, and what will happen is they'll just sit on the ground and roll around crying. And and you know. we'll put this on the internet. <laughs> we'll think it's hilarious, and then child services will come and take our children away during the video. Hopefully, <laughs> for they'll ex- come back in time for ex- before we put it up. <laughs> back in the child services TARDIS, come back and take it away. Thanks for ruining. <laughs> Thanks for just knocking, like pointing out the obvious flaw in my plan. <laughs> we do not go live to air. Okay, um, thank you for the card, Rob. That's all you're getting. Okay. I do have a box here for you. So you it's a very nice box. And I don't know. I, I, honestly, I'm really worried you already have this stuff. But okay, but I thought I thought I'd do something different and not just buy you a big bottle of booze. Um, Which is a shame because I was really counting on you giving me a big <laughs> bottle of booze. <laughs> now the party's ruined. <laughs> Thanks. Where is my drinking going to come from now? My bar with all my <laughs> other great alcohol there, with all my two. Um, we actually have a lot of good alcohol over there He has two alcohol over there I actually, yeah I, I've got Contro I've got Sake I've got a 1.25 litre bottle of vodka I've got Hogs 3 bourbon And I've got some uh, wild turkey spiced Which is really good Yes like, I, I took a, a chance on the wild turkey Yeah uh, And like wild turkey is always good But the spiced I've never had before mm. It was on special Yeah Bought the spiced very impressed. You can drink it. You can drink it neat, mm. and it is smooth, and I, it's still forty three percent alcohol. I always like. I don't know why, but whenever I saw like spiced bourbon, I this is and this is stupid. Even as I'm saying it, it's stupid. But I thought they would put some really awful spices in it. Like it would just taste like cayenne pepper and <laughs> they you know like, turmeric in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it tastes like cumin. <laughs> um, but but it's actually like you know like cinnamon and nice spices. Yeah, it even things. kind of almost um, has like a vanillaish aftertaste yes, or something like that. That is, and, which is not mm, a spice. No, I it's think. sort of. Is yeah, it? I don't know. I think you find it in the in that same part of the supermarket. Probably. Therefore, it is a spice. Okay. Well, if we, you're the super, supermarketologist here, <laughs> that's right. I'm also the supermarketologist. I did a double degree in fontology and supermarketology. Fontology, <laughs> and he's also my proctologist. By, by, by which Although I, I forced him into that role. By which I mean, after I graduated from university with a credit average from my writing degree, I worked at Woolworths for five years. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, wow, that really brought the conversation down. The funny thing, yeah, it's funny because it's not funny. And why don't you open your box? <laughs> okay, all right. I just wanted to see where you were going with that because I could have stopped you any time there. A dark place. Uh, ooh, hello. I have got a Super Mario mug. Yep. Which has 
none other than Luigi. No, no. It's got, <laughs> what it's the hell are you doing on this? It's got Mario on it, which is really cool. If I bought you a Luigi mug, I think that would count as trolling you. And I don't. I, yeah, I am, I am on record for hating mm. Luigi. Mm. I really don't like Luigi as a character. Uh, that's really good. Thank you. Don't, you, don't, you can you tell me you don't own that already? I own mm. a, and this was given to me for my last birthday, mm. a Yoshi mug. Oh, okay. So the same mug, but with Yoshi on it. So now I have nice. a companion mug. Now what we can do is put that your Mario mug on top of the Yoshi mug <laughs> and make that <laughs> sound. And just do that like a you bunch. Know, that, that is basically, <laughs> that is a vine. Like, you know yeah. that, that vine seven second video yes. thing? Yeah, that is... You that, could you, that would net us millions of you views. You could do that. Go to Game Life Balance yes. uh, Australia. Exactly. I always said dot US because yeah, don't go there. <laughs> Never go to GameLifeBalance.us. Why not? Because people might realise that they're better than us, <laughs> and I don't want them to know that. Uh, that's fair. Okay, um, so I'm actually gonna. I'm actually. I don't know how clean this mug is, but I'm gonna pour my. Um, oh, it's it's extremely clean. It's the most clean. This doesn't smell right. <laughs> Okay, I'm now, I'm now drinking out of my Mario mug. Cool. Uh, alliteration, that's why you get nice. it. Nice, that's yeah, exactly right. Mm. Great, tastes like you Mario. Um, ooh. Do you have that already? Um, I, th- I swear, you know, when I bought that, I was like, I think he already has that. I have this. I mean, so this is a um, uh, Nintendo Power Mints box. And it's uh, it's got mints in it, and I love mints, mm-hmm. as Rob knows. I'm it's a... shaped like a NES controller, exactly, and mm. I love that. It's it's even kind of um, it's got contours that kind of pop out where the buttons would be. Yeah, it looks yeah. So you could actually it's, and... conv- it's sort of convincing almost. Yeah, it, it's it's great to put stuff in. You could give that. So what you can do with that mm-hmm. is you can give it to your your child mm-hmm. uh, when she's old enough to to sit up and and, and watch you play video games mm-hmm. and tell her that she's playing the game. When she's actually not, ah, and that and, is really good. And, and then, then like, you oh, can, you're doing really well, sweetie. Yeah, and then you can just play games for hours and just and basically just delude her. Um, that sounds like a me thing to do. That's I, such an AC thing to do. I highly recommend. As a parent, I highly recommend lying to your child. It, it sounds like the way to go. Yes, so these, these are really good. Thank you for that. Well, yeah, I knew I, when I bought. I was like, I damn it, he has that already. But uh, no, no, it, yeah. you know, it can always go for another uh, box shaped like a Nintendo controller. Trust me. Yeah. All right. All right, and ooh, hello. Watch. Now, do you have this? Um, this is what I was really worried you already had. This is a Super Mario Brothers t-shirt. It's actually a... Oh, it's a singlet. It's a singlet. Oh, right. It's a singlet top. It's a singlet top, and it is extra large, which is my size. There you go. That is that is really cool. I do not have this. Excellent. Yes. All right. I'm really happy. That was the one thing I really wanted you not to have already. Um, I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm stripping <laughs> naked right now. He actually is. I am naked. He's, he's bearing his, his buff, chiseled chest to the... To the microphone. L- lucky for you, this isn't a video podcast because your eyeballs would pop out of your head right now. It's really tight. Is it? <laughs> it's really That's really... XL. Wow. Oh, wow. I think this might be for women. <laughs> really? No way. You're kidding me. It can't be. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it might be for women. Maybe it's a muscle shirt. I think it might be for women. <laughs> I think it I'm, might be for women. I may have bought you a ladies Mario top. That's all right. That's fine. Ah. <laughs> Just got to slim down a bit. Uh, okay, so slimming down, not not as big of a problem. It's the fact that my, <laughs> my body is shaped like a barrel. I didn't realise that. Wait, it's, but it's unisex, right? Surely. Um, that's weird. If that's because if that's an XL and it's that tight on you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I will admit that I'm I'm a bit chubby, but uh, does it I, say? Is it now? I'm <laughs> I'm going to inspect this to see whether it says it's for ladies. Uh, it doesn't say. Bioworld Europe. Oh. Although it does say decorated in Romania. 
Which, as everyone knows, is the ladies' capital of the world. That's where I go for all my ladies. No, it doesn't say... It doesn't mm. give any indication. No. All right. Well, I'm going to blame you for that. <laughs> for it's not your, being slim enough. For not being slim enough for the XL. That's all right. That's all right. Look, you know... I, what, I'll, I'll stretch it out. How about what, that? What you can do is... Mm-hmm. Yes, you can stretch it out. Or you could mm-hmm. tie it to a, a, a stick. And it would be a fun flag. <laughs> That you can wave uh, at the window of the car. Uh, <laughs> See, there was there was quite a lot of room up top. Let mm. me put it that way. But there's <laughs> not so much down below, which made which is what made me think. Oh man, I maybe was... it's meant for a like a chesty lady. So yeah. I have actually slimmed down a bit lately. I've yeah. lost about um, about thirteen kilos, I think. Mm. Um, okay. So I was, I was getting quite heavy set before, and I thought, no, this this needs to stop. Mm. Uh, lost quite a lot of weight. Um, but yeah, um, that uh, and I and I did go from a double XL to an XL, and maybe even like in some cases just a normal large. Hmm. So that makes me even yeah maybe look maybe it's meant to fit tight, or maybe it is for ladies. I don't know. Either way, either way, I'm, I'll get some use out of it. I'll wear it. Yeah. What you can do is um, <laughs> <laughs> think of what you can do is right. So we take it take it along to your favorite nightclub, mm-hmm. along with a bottle of chloroform. Yeah. And no 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Nothing funny about that. What you can do, we can do though. I'll dance up to Rob and say, "Hey, Rob, want to sniff my Mario?" And you'll go, "Yeah." Why does it smell? Uh oh, <laughs> oh, not this. It's happening again. Um, what you, what you can do? You know what I'd do in that case? I wouldn't even. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it for the express purposes of violating your precious body. I would like totally <laughs> put you on like an old rig, send you out to sea. Uh, basically Shanghai you and then scuttle the boat for insurance money <laughs> we're talking 19th century style <laughs> get a sweet life insurance policy on me and do me in um, but what you can do with that shirt is um, is put it on a dog and then the dog will be a retro gaming dog <laughs> what, 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 what else you can do with it uh-huh. is uh, you can soak it in kerosene uh-huh. uh, set it on fire mm-hmm. and throw it at an old lady for spooky fun <laughs> Spooky fun. So a, what you're saying is I, sh- I should try and murder an old lady with the t-shirt you, you gave say, me for my birthday. You can shout, look out, it's a ghost, as you throw the fireboard at the old lady. It'll be funny. So are you okay if I try and stretch this out a bit? Uh, yes, yeah, go for it. Do what you will with it, really, because I'm buggered if I'm going to be bothered returning it. Um, <laughs> I'm really upset that it doesn't fit, because I was so happy. I went from elation that you didn't own it. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 because so, I did not own that one. It has all the different Mario characters and, yeah. and special powers up and... Um, I thought it was perfect. It was, it was really good. I really liked the design on it. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Maybe your daughter can wear it when she grows up. It, I'm sure that this will last all 16 years. Mm. It, no. <laughs> it won't. It won't. Uh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a pile of, of dust. <laughs> Here, wear some dust. I mean, by, by the time they're 16 years old, that's all basically they're going to be wearing <laughs> that's, that's anyway. Cool. That'll be the fashion. Oh, yeah. It's all the, why can't I go out naked with half my arm missing? We sound, Come on, it's the style, Dad. We I can sound reattach so it later. old right now. We sound so old. Uh, Look, you, you, know, you know how you... you, um, you t- okay, you can wear that, but I'm going to be your chaperone and I'm going to be wearing the exact same thing. It's weird. Like, when I... Mm, we can always be sisters. I... I still don't know whether I'll be a protective father or not. You? I, I don't know. Actually, I actually think I might not be. No, I, mean, I think you will be. I know you. I don't know. Will I, though? Yes, you will. Will I be like, don't you aren't leaving the house in that? You will be like that. Really? Yes. Because 
you're thinking of yourself now as a cool 34-year-old. Mm. Now, you're going to be 50 yeah. by the time that she starts going out and possibly drinking. Mm. Despite the fact he's 18. You know, you've yeah. you got, you got to put some time there and you've got to think, oh, you know, what, what, you know, what could possibly happen to the world and even Canberra in that... St- I'm going to bet nuclear holocaust. <laughs> that nobody will be wearing Only anything. Only Canberra, though. The rest of the world will be fine. <laughs> Just Canberra. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it actually, that's where it's all heading. Sydney and Melbourne will gang up on us and nuke, and nuke <laughs> us. Yeah, but then they'll nuke each other trying to figure out who's going to be the next capital yeah, city. Yeah, and then problem solved. And then and then, and then fuck, Hobart will be the capital be the, city. The glorious reign of Hobart will commit. <laughs> Hobart. <laughs> You're the butt of every joke in Australia. <laughs> that's the capital city of Tasmania. Yeah, which is... Um, uh, what is? Well, how uh, would you describe Tasmania to, to people from... But let's just say that a lot of people are cousins there. Yeah. And um, they still reprocreate. No, that's not true. Hobart and <laughs> Tasmania is actually a lovely place. Yeah. And there is totally not a gun pointed at me right now. Yeah. Rob, what have you been playing lately? Oh, okay. Video games? Video games. Are we talking about video games? We are going to talk about video games because we need to do something that's vaguely related to our (laughs) show name after 36 minutes. The one, yeah, the the one person still listening would love to hear about video games. So, uh, all right. Um, I've actually been playing a lot of video games this this, uh, past fortnight. You've been skiving off being a father. Yeah. Responsible dad. Well, yeah, I I basically, um, I put my my daughter in um, that sort of high chair, strapped her in. Yep. And just walked away. <laughs> just walked, just left her. It's not like she can go anywhere. Yeah, right? she cried for a while, and I heard a loud thump, and I thought that's probably fine. <laughs> um, you, you've really taken a, a page out of the Glenn Campbell school <laughs> of uh, of parenting there. I've, what, I, what I've been doing is is following actually the Jonathan Martin uh, school of parenting and getting up extremely early to play video games. Ah, oh, Uncle Stabo's yeah. mode of mode of play, which I actually think I invented, and he's the Johnny Come Lately <laughs> stealing my idea, but. Um, I, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been getting up at five in the morning, which is actually pretty much fine because my baby wakes up at like four anyway, and so I'm already pretty much awake. Um, so yeah, for the last uh, fortnight, I've been playing games pretty much every morning for about an hour and a half, two hours. So I've been playing probably more video games in the last two weeks than I have in the last like six months. Wow. Um, which has been bloody excellent, actually. Uh, but. I can't, don't have much to say for it because the games I, I played a lot are the ones I've kind of already talked about a bit. Um, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Um, now, now we had an you had an idea the other day. Like we mm. we actually, uh, and it's kind of funny because we used to do all sorts of stuff outside of the show. But now, basically, mm. whenever we get together, we kind of only talk about the show. Yeah, because it's it's just so we just don't have as much time to hang out and mm. just play games, which we'll get to a little bit later on. But so yeah, yeah, we had I had an idea, uh, and I like this idea. I I am totally for this idea. Yeah, and I still don't know what what to call it. I've got a few ideas for the name bumping around in my head. So um, this is a YouTube video. Yeah, I I, I was I was maybe going to call it like stupid in Skyrim or two idiots play Skyrim or something like that. Stupid in Skyrim. Yeah. Um. And basically, this idea is uh, Andrew and me sit down to play Skyrim. Andrew's never played Skyrim before. I'm not really a Skyrim kind of guy. Uh, I'm not really a complicated game kind of guy. Yeah, and he doesn't. He's not really a fan of th- things where there's elves and wizards and things in it. No, um, I hate fantasy. I really hate. So fantasy. I think this will be funny. I hope it'll be funny and not a horrible train wreck. But basically, what will happen is 
I will control the game mm-hmm. because if I let Andrew control it, it will be a nightmare. Um, but I will do what Andrew tells me to do within reason. <laughs> For example, um, like like there are some things the game doesn't allow you to do, and I can't do those things if Andrew okay, asks no, me. Fair. But uh, Andrew will pick a character. He will design the character. Can, will, I, can I name the character? You can name the character. Oh, doofus McStupid. You can head. pick whatever race of you want and and we'll make them look how you want them to look centaur uh we don't there's no centaurs in sky half a centaur as uh you can be the man half a quarter of a centaur you can be the hung like a centaur <laughs> that's got to be an option in there we can, look there are mods <laughs> please tell me please someone tell me out there that there is a centaur mod for skyrim no i've I, seen the thomas what, the tank engine one what you were, i thought what you were getting at was that you wanted your character to have an enormous penis and there are mods for that, but no, apparently you weren't getting at that. <laughs> no, no, I. So, that, that's part of the deal, but you know. Um, look, I, <laughs> I mod my game a lot, but I have stayed away from the, the you know, the biggest dickest mod. Yeah, like the the physics enabled swinging dicks mods, which are out there. And I'm so not. We're not going to censor not, dick, right? That we I'm, can no, say no, dick. no, okay, no, we're that's, gonna, okay, dick's that's all right. That's just cool. scientific term. Okay, yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's the biggest dickest. Is... I don't. I don't want to see a big swinging wang. <laughs> In Skyrim, which can I say takes a lot of effort because you have to install like physics mods and skeletons that, to make the penis dangle. <laughs> but people do it. You know what? I, I, I would. I would, um, I would probably call him Wang McPendulum. <laughs> but no, no. But what, uh, we can, what you can do, or what I will allow you to do, is to role play a man with an incredibly large penis, and, put, <laughs> and you can pretend and you can think in your heart that this guy has an incredibly large penis. And play the game like a man who has an incredibly large penis. If, if that's what you want to do. Like the, the world, the Skyrim world is your oyster. <laughs> okay. So, and um, basically we'll just traipse around Skyrim doing whatever Andrew thinks is a good idea. Which I'm assuming will t- boil down to hitting children with, with clubs. And stealing from old ladies and things like that. <laughs> you can steal from old ladies? Uh, you can, I like this. I don't think you can actually hit the children with clubs. Can you kill a dragon? There are mods. <laughs> there are mods can where you can kill a dragon with you your bare hands. Are you, yes, <laughs> potentially. You could. You can try to punch a dragon. You can, can you try go fisticuffs with a dragon? You could try that, before we get any weapons or any clothes or any armor. That is our first point of call. You could try if and you. And I'm going to get that dragon wang, and I'm going to wear it as a helmet. King hit a dragon if you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it won't go well for biggest McDickus or whatever. <laughs> probably won't go well for him. <laughs> wang um, pendulum. It probably will result in him getting eaten by a dragon, but. I'm all for this um, idea. Alright, so so watch for that in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, we'll probably do like a couple of 20-minute, 30-minute episodes, and if people like them, we'll do more. But mm-hmm. That may turn out to be something pretty good that we yeah, do. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to doing a bit of this. Um, yeah. We should get some... We should at least do the start of this before uh, impending fatherhood for me. Yeah. Because there'll be a period there where I will be unavailable for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. So we can, we can do some of that, and you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be like a regular thing, but uh, it's just... Something I thought of. So yeah, I've been playing Skyrim mm-hmm. uh, and uh, putting a lot of mods in, and none of those naughty mods, and no children clubbing mods. <laughs> Again, there are you can. There is a mod I saw that was like you can kill children. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, I don't doubt and it. I was like, what? Who wants that? <laughs> and then I thought, well, there are some annoying children in Skyrim that might deserve a clubbing. But then I thought, no, 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 no. no. So what? What you? What the mod I want? So so dragons are big, slender, flying beasts in the sky. 
So uh, what you yep. want is just basically, instead of a dragon, mm. have a mod for like just a, a, a bunch of children back to back going la cha 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 in a really annoying way, and then you just you just want to club them to death. A bunch of children duct taped together flying around, <laughs> going cha 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 cha. Yeah, is what you want. That's uh, that, there's got to be a mod for that. Out you there may somewhere. have to make that mod yourself, but I, <laughs> weirdly, it'll probably be really popular. Um. <laughs> There's actually so many mods. Yeah, I, uh, that's, I, that's the great thing about that yeah, company, though. They yeah. allow mods for... They, they um, positively encourage it. and mm. um, I mean, it, it keeps an active fan base yeah. for, the, for the series. Yeah, yeah. There's still... I mean, just the other day, there was a story on Kotaku.com, which apparently is another video game website. Never heard of it. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought we had the only one. Mm. Um, uh, but there's another one called Kotaku.com, and they had an article... Um, which is, if for our listeners at home, is a series of words strung together to make an intelligible um, p- a body of text. Never heard um, of one of those either. And it was about a mod for Skyrim um, that is apparently, you know, really popular and making and very impressive. That I ended up getting over my fear and installing, which is really awesome. It's a, it's a mod that makes the cities bigger. It's called Holds, mm-hmm. and it basically increases the size of the cities in Skyrim like threefold, which is awesome. Um, and I've been wandering around the cities, just going, just like. You know, do the do the NPCs say anything new? It adds a lot of new NPCs, um, but they're fairly they're fairly um, bland. Like they don't have a, much to say to you. Um, but I did install another mod called Interesting NPCs, which adds about four hundred NPCs, oh, all wow. with like like a lot of um, dialogue and. Do they um, give you? Do quite, they give some you of them press? have quests. Yeah? Some of them have. Um, some of them are characters that you can recruit to follow you around, and some of them you can even marry. Apparently. I actually just got the DLC that allows you to sort of um, build, have, have a house and marry someone and, have, and adopt children and stuff. So, so Skyrim is about five years old now, or something. Yeah, it's getting it's getting a bit long in the tooth, and um, obviously uh, the latest Bethesda game, Fallout Four, has been I I think probably taking people's attention away from Skyrim. But I've I've always been more of an Elder Scrolls fan than a Fallout fan. So, so is there going to be? Uh, you reckon there's going to be another uh, Elder Scrolls? Oh, game coming? absolutely! Like given the given the popularity of Skyrim, the works, yeah. oh, yeah, it, they would. It's a <clears throat> license to print money at this point. Um, I mean, Elder Scrolls uh, uh, Three uh, Morrowind was um, still in. It was popular, but pretty much amongst PC gamer nerds, you know. Um, Oblivion, which was uh, Elder Scrolls Four was really popular and it came out on, on consoles I think Morrowind came out on consoles at some point as well but, but Oblivion came out on um, the 360 and then PlayStation 3 and so forth and really took off mm. and so by the time Skyrim came out um, there was a lot of people waiting for it with, with um, a lot of anticipation and, and it as everyone alive knows was a phenomenon and um, oh yeah like I, even I know like and it was one of those mm. weird things that the the meme started so quickly. The I used to be an adventurer like you, arrow to the knee sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and that was that kind of died down after a while. But Skyrim stayed in the forefront of people's minds, yeah. and uh, it's and, actually more people were playing. And I found that interesting because usually when a meme dies, it means everything's dead. It's interesting that the Elder Scrolls has always been a very obscure. Well, for me anyway, I, I think of it as an obscure, very nerdy. Um, PC game for RPG nerds mm. for people who like to sit around a table and play Dungeons and Dragons and I got slain by an elf oh, I gotta roll nerd. my d20 nerd um, but but it's caught on in a big way so I guess everyone is nerds now and no one can laugh at me anymore thanks um, <laughs> I still laugh at you yeah but, but not for that reason that's because I'm a giant idiot but yeah I've been playing a lot of Skyrim modded uh, I put a lot of visual mods in to make the game look really beautiful 
because my my PC, I couldn't I couldn't do that before. My old PC was a bit crap, and I couldn't actually install the mods that make the game pretty. But now I've done that, and oh, it looks so good. It mm, sometimes I took screenshots, and it looks like a photograph. That's a good thing um, about mods for these sorts of games. Mm. Like if the core gameplay is good, it'll mm. you know, and you can mod the game, then it, it's got a much longer lifespan, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. on the same token, you know, I'm not sure how many people are still going out there and actually buying Skyrim. No, know. I think it's pretty much the same people just modding the hell out of it. Yeah, the game. just going over and over and over and over and over. I did add a lot of realism mods. That seems to be the ones I like the most is the realism mods. So yeah. one that makes makes you have to eat and drink and sleep, which does sounds awful, but it's actually just fine. It's it's it just every now and then it's like, yeah, oh, you're feeling a bit hungry, and then you eat some food, and then it's like oh, you're not hungry anymore. You club a child to death, eat its liver. You yeah. know. It can be a bit of a worry if you um, run out of money and, mm. and then you're like, okay, I need to sleep somewhere, but the inn costs 100 gold and I don't have that money. And okay, what am I going to do? And then you kind of panic and then you end up taking odd jobs <laughs> from like dodgy people in town to like, you know, and you end up like, or you just end up rob- straight up robbing people <laughs> to pay for a night at the inn or um, or finding like a bedroll somewhere in the wilderness and just going, this looks all right. And having it lay down in someone <laughs> else's bed. And, but it's, I actually, I like the realism stuff. That's, that's fun. Um, you'll have to cope with that when you play Skyrim with it'll, it'll That'll be uh, a fun video. And yeah. uh, one that I, I really think we should start soon. So yeah. we can, now, now that we've spruiked it. Um, yeah. And the reason I actually brought that up was because so after we spruik it, 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 it's something we should do, if you know what I mean. Like it, now that it's out kick, there, we have to do it. You know, kick in the pants yeah. to actually uh, get our rear in gear and do something. Mm. And it's one of those things that um, like I really enjoy doing videos, but the setup for videos... Especially my current setup is really hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, because my laptop lives in the lounge room mm. uh, where we watch TV and everything like that. And the capture card in the rather small room I have as my games room at the moment mm. uh, is a bit of an ask to set up, to be completely honest. Mm. Uh, and the most popular video we have on the website at the moment mm. with 61 whole views, which... Um, <laughs> Yep. Which isn't great, but is still a lot better than what we used to do on Bit Seizure. Mm. Is actually Super Retro Happy Time, which yeah. is what uh, the Evangelion games I did with my wife. Yeah, where yeah. We just do straight Japanese games that have never been released outside of Japan. Mm. Uh, my wife, who is phenomenal, will translate into real time, mm. and then you know we play and, and talk about them. Yeah, and that's a that's a lot of fun, and probably the the subject matter of Evangelion probably um, piqued some people's interest there. Yeah, but we'll do some more super retro happy time for Japanese only release games in the future. Mm. But it's one of those things where we both got to be in the mood and have the equipment of you know ready and have enough time to be able to set everything up and play the game a bit beforehand and go in there and know what we're doing. Mm. 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 Yeah, yeah. I I I think um. Doing the recording of uh, the PC games would be a lot easier. For you, yeah. I'll just no, install definitely. like OBS or one of those like uh, capture softwares and um, and it shouldn't be too difficult. We'll just mm. sit down and, and uh, we'll have to wear headphones. I'll have to get a splitter um, and you'll have to bring yeah. a pair of headphones yeah. over or something. Because um, obviously we don't want, we don't want, we don't want the mic feedback. Yeah. Um, we can do that. I, 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 you can get those from JCar pretty easily, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. It'll be like two bucks or something. Yeah, something and, like uh, that. And then we can do a let's play thing. That would be funny, yeah. Um, like I, I'm, I've always been quite proud of our video content, yeah, uh, because it's we're not let's players. Oh, we are let's players, but we we try and add an extra element. It's not just us on a microphone. We'll often do skits. We'll have a mm. we'll have some kind of other element in there that we like to think makes it more <clears throat> entertaining, even if it's entertaining for one very small section of yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and 
those people are not younger than us, let's yeah. just say. They're kind of our age group. I don't think younger people find our stuff particularly interesting, but that's fine. No. You know, it's like, I, we're not doing this to become popular. Yeah. I mean, because if, we won't be. <laughs> if we were, we'd probably be doing like Minecraft videos or something like that. Yeah. Or, or yeah. like, um, you know, highlight reels of our, of our like, uh, Team Fortress 2 multiplayer sessions or some, I don't, I'm, this is, seems to be the things that the kids really like is like watching someone do a sick 360 no scope and I say good on them um, you know? yeah that's cool that's whatever you like I yeah, mean, you do do whatever you want yeah. to do don't don't follow what we're doing because no, no, you know no, it has got to do your own thing <laughs> and it's um, yeah. before we were talking about how like everything what we do at the moment is the show mm. and that is very true to a certain extent and occasionally we will have a, a like a, a lunch together where we go okay we're we're not going to talk about the show we're just going to have lunch <laughs> and there's like an hour once every month where we get together and it's not about it's not about game life balance mm. Australia but about a week and a half ago or a week ago mm. I actually got Rob around and we played games we played we played something called video games we actually played video games with no pretense to recording we yeah. didn't we didn't try to make content no it wasn't. Um... We just wanted to get together and just go... Since we're living so close together now... Yeah. Uh, I had a, a rough couple of weeks, it's fair to say. And I just wanted to sit down and just go, yeah, let's play some games. Hmm. So I showed Rob uh, Zelda Link to the Past, which I haven't played too much yes. more of since the last podcast. That was a special request for me. I said, can you show me Link to the Past, please? Mm-hmm. And he did. and Because um, I've never seen it in action. And I've heard that it's really... You know, it's like an important game. Um, what do you think? Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, it's 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 very Zelda, which I like. I like I like the the top down two D Zelda mm. a lot. I have a lot of fondness for that, uh, and uh, it seems to be a very good one of those, um, complete with uh, you know uh, slashing bushes to get <laughs> to get rupees out of them and <laughs> yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's a funny. Rup- that's right. Rupees is that? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rupees, the Zelda. Yep. That's the Zelda currency. Probably, probably not that exact pronunciation. Just rupees. Rupee. Not, not not rupees. Rupees. So it was uh, rupees. The other games we played <laughs> at also at Rob's request, which was a lot of fun, was the uh, Point Blank series. Yes, because I knew you had light guns for your PlayStation One, which was a uh, lot of fun. Uh, and yeah. I, I, to be fair, Point Blank, I have a modded uh, PS One, mm-hmm. and. It, the uh, the version of Point Blank we played was actually the Japanese version, which is called Gun Bullet, <laughs> which is such a great name. It is such a Japanese name. Oh, let's go play Gun Bullet. <laughs> I kind of like I kind of like that name better than Point Blank. Yeah, a, a bit. Uh, uh, it's it's the same game, just the Japanese version. Yeah, um, and we figured out after a bit of trial and error how to get two light guns to work. Yeah, I mean Andrew's got a, a lot of different light guns, and we just plug. A bunch of them yeah. in until we got found two that work and um, <laughs> and we had fun. Uh, we ended up throwing one out actually, so I think I only have two functional ones. I think ones. I broke the trigger. Oh yeah, 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 you slammed it a bit too hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I was pulling, I was pulling the trigger too hard. But it's okay because I'm, I, you know, that wasn't a great gun anyway. So, yeah. but uh, that was super fun. I, point blank is still fun. If you know what point blank is, it's um, <laughs> it's basically like an arcade light gun game. Um, and it's kind of like a bunch of shooting galleries, is how I would. Yeah, it. yeah. It's 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 not violent. Or no, not, not really. Like no, it's all kind of funny, ca- cartoonish. Yeah. yeah, it's the opposite of uh, and, and time all the cop. people that you you shoot hmm. in is a Namco game. Not time cop, virtual. No, Vir- uh, no, time crisis. Time crisis. Yeah, What's time, time cop. Time cop is a Van Damme movie. That's a Van Damme movie. <laughs> I was like, my because there were so many different variations of that. I was going to stop you and go, no, it's oh, and then my brain got stuck <laughs> between like three Wait, different no, franchises. No, that's so wrong. 
Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, time so even, crisis. Yeah, even even like when you when you go shoot ninjas or or cops, they're like cardboard cutouts or whatever. Yeah, there's there's one game that's sort of like a police training simulator where yeah. like little cardboard cutouts of criminals and hmm. and innocent um, bystanders pop up at you. We always kill the bystanders. Yeah. Yes, so I have the official Namco gun, which is cool, but mm-hmm. uh, I only have one of those. I am looking to get another one at one stage because yeah. it'd be kind of worth having one of those. But yeah, Point Blank is good fun. Do do check that yeah. out. We play Point Blank two as well. The arcade version is great. That's probably mm. where most of you, if you, if you live near an arcade, you you may be lucky enough to have a Point Blank machine there, and uh, otherwise track down someone who owns a PS one and some light guns. <laughs> good luck with that. But uh, there are there are people out there who are crazy enough to to have that special combo. Like this man I'm sitting next to yep, right now. Yeah, I do. I do have that. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I mm. think I think with that uh, with that night of of pure enjoyment, mm. uh, we are going to actually take a break. Yeah, sounds good. We're going to have a. Uh, we're going to get some more booze. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, you you did bring some beer over, which yes. is very responsible. I mean, not not that responsible, but it was very nice of you. Yeah, I, I I'm to bring some beer to an extent. The the beer uh, you bought over is yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's not good, but it's drinkable. <laughs> but it's something that I am willing to drink. Can I just say that I've been gravitating more and more towards cheap domestic Australian beer recently, and. I think it's because I just don't want to have to think about my beer anymore. Yeah, I'm too tired and uh, and time poor to sit down and gently sip a, a finely hopped craft beer. Yeah. I just want to chug something that goes down easy, basically. And, chug, uh, chug, chug, chug. So I've been drinking a lot of like Crown Lager. A lot of uh, see Crown Lager is like the better of the bad beers. Yeah, well, you know of the of the cheap domestic. Swill. Yeah, I can't think of like what a metaphor for that might be. It's sort of like it's sort of like if McDonald's made a really nice burger, but it was still a McDonald's burger. You know, like that's <laughs> kind of what what Crown Lager is like. It's so uh, so Tui's new. Yes, this is what I brought. I brought I bought a six pack. Just, of Tui's new today. It is Lager. Basically, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's not—it's not the worst beer. It's—it's it, it's better than Foster's. Nobody in Australia drinks Foster's. Yeah, it's better than some of those, like you know, really cheap beers from Holland that you can buy for like twenty dollars a case. Um, yeah, on a good it's, day, it's—it's it's not that. Uh, yeah. It's not VB. It's better than VB, which mm. is uh, Victorian bitter, which is like the the stereotypical beer that that's like. So if you're outside of Australia and you see a whole bunch of uh, of uh, bad people. I was gonna say wankers there. Can you say wankers? <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah, okay. I think wankers is all right. Yeah, if you say if you see a whole bunch of wankers drinking, you know, like unruly wankers drinking beer, the chances are, if you're from outside looking, oh, that's Foster's. Yeah, you would assume that the the hooligan beer in Australia is is Foster's, but, but it's actually VB and yes. and VB Victoria bitter is like the other common beer that. Uh, you know, kind of green label with like the red VB stamp in the middle. It's got a, it's got a, a, a unique bottle. Print. It's yeah. got a very short, yeah, it's fat little bottle. Uh, very much a stubby. Yeah, and um, it's widely regarded as an awful beer. And bringing it over 
to a friend's house as a as a offering, I suppose, mm. uh, is a social um, no no faux pas. Yes, almost? a faux pas. Yes, it is absolutely a faux pas. Unless unless you're what we call a bogan. Which is kind of like a redneck or a, yeah. a shav, I suppose. In which suppose. case, you would be totally stoked that they brought over something. You'd be like, VB, yes! And you would do a fist pump. I'm doing a, a fist pump motion. He is fist pumping. Um, because you'd be so excited about the VB. But uh, yes, I didn't bring VB. You you bought the uh, the New South Wales equivalent thereof. Yes. It's, which it's, is slightly better. The best thing you can say about Tui's new... Is that it's not VB. <laughs> so we finished uh, off our first our first drink. I don't even think we described what our, our drink was. After we, no, yes, after what, we named it. What is the what is the thieving Welshman? <laughs> what is the thieving the thieving Welshman? And I gotta I gotta emphasize here, it is two shots, not one shot. Mm-hmm. A thieving Welshman, yes. a podcast pick me up, is two shots of vodka and sugar-free Red Bull. Because <laughs> you know, we want to watch our figures. As, as I said, the classiest drink. No, it's a man, <laughs> other than two is new, and uh, uh, we're really classing it up. Yeah, this episode. It's though. good because it, um, you know, it, it it brings your energy levels up with a, a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of frivolity in the vodka. Yeah, and actually, it's really useful, especially if you've had a, a late night or if you have, I don't know, a baby. To have um, some Red Bull before you record a podcast. It's not healthy. We know it's not healthy. Yeah. And it's not something we can do forever and no. not have consequences for. But like once a fortnight, mm. it's alright to have a thieving Welshman. A cheeky thieving Welshman. A cheeky thieving Welshman. That sounds like you, you add like a shot of, um, of like, you know... We should call a half Welshman. Cherry liqueur. <laughs> it's like a cheeky thieving Welshman. You know? We should call like a half Welshman is like when you only put one shot of vodka in there oh, instead God. of two. That's when you're like your mother's a well- from Wales, but your father's from like... From Scotland and it's too cheap to buy more vodka. <laughs> Rob, that's right. racist. How could you? That was yeah. Rob impersonating I'm, me. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry for my brilliant, flawless impersonation of AC uh. being racist. Um, yes, yeah, that's so, what we call a callback in the industry. You know, I'm being my, I'm being distracted. So the reason I'm bringing this up, yeah, is because I have two 500 mil, like half a liter, <laughs> yeah. cans. Mm-hmm. Of Asahi Super Dry, which is a good beer, not the best beer, but a good Japanese, solid Japanese beer. It's, a, it's and true you blue. Still went for the, the Tui's new. Well, to be honest, I brought the Tui's new mainly for me to drink. At, <laughs> at, no, no, let me finish. At, okay. your, at your party tonight. Okay. Yep. And your your um, I almost said nuptials. That's not it at all, is it? Your your uh, your, nope. your your celebration. Your uh, there's another word. There's a fancy. As long as you don't say quincentetta or something like that. There's, there's like a fancy man word for a party, but I can't think of it right now. Uh, so I'm just going to say party. Okay. Um, too much soiree? Soiree, soiree? There, soiree? thank you. Uh, yeah, that, excellent. Well done. Um, at your soiree, I was going to drink this until he's new. Um, but then I thought, well, I may as well be... A wonderfully generous person, as I am, and and offer you a two is new. See, I was kind of hoping that uh, we could have those two asahis now, and then the reprobates, which is what the what my dad calls my friends, the rest of your ilk, uh, when they come tonight, <laughs> yes. they can have the two is new, and we would have already had the good beer. The scary thing is, listeners, that is see that is a sound plan. I don't often address listeners, but I will. Yeah. The scary thing is, his other friends are a lot worse than me. <laughs> like they are also what make up the bulk of our listenership as well. You should probably point that out. Several degrees more immoral and and capable of committing heinous acts than me. Uh, in fact, many of them do commit heinous acts on a regular basis. One in particular, <laughs> yeah, who we will right. get to later on in the show. Um, and yes, and they are our, our pretty much our entire listenership. So. <laughs> 
I take it all back, and no. I actually really love and respect you all <laughs> a bit, maybe. And this other one guy we're talking about who is not respectable can totally <laughs> beat the both of us up. <laughs> yes. Although, I like to think that I could give him a good showing before I get myself beaten up. I basically count on him being... Like, he doesn't listen to us. Yes. I, and, and also, the like... Miss Charlie. And, and also just being in a crowd. <laughs> you know, like, the, the like... If he, if he beats me up, there'll be so many witnesses that. Okay, know? so what? What? <laughs> we, we are going so far off track. I was going to. I was going to segue brilliantly to something, but but I'll, you're so bad at it. But what I was going to say was okay. that I'm I'm looking at the levels on the laptop, yes. but I'm being distracted because right behind the laptop mm-hmm. is your main cabinet, which somehow found its way into the living room, <laughs> which is exactly That's, exactly that, what your wife didn't want. That is such a poor segue. <laughs> But I mean, it's true. I mean, your wife did not want the the main cabinet. It is true. Yeah, living room. And there it's it actually, is. it's not that bad a segue. But the the way I forced you to crowbar that segue in is yeah. Is you just, made you made me do a bad segue. I, I did. But you weren't going to get to that segue unless I forced it. No, I was going to keep talking about your friends beating me up, and <laughs> they would too, being roguish sorts, <laughs> reprobates. That's right. Okay, so it is in here for a very good reason. Uh, my arcade machine. Is inside the room because we had a garage sale, and I didn't want people coming into the garage sale and saying, "Oh, how much is the sick arcade machine?" Mm. And I don't want to sell the arcade machine. And uh, the kinds of people who go to garage sales don't always take no for an answer. They'll go, "Oh, come on, man! You know, oh, everything's got a price." Or you know, mm. if they think, "Oh, man, that's really cool," <laughs> and then I say, "Okay, uh, two thousand dollars." Oh, man, that's a that's a ripoff, man. Mm. I'm not paying that. And I said, "Well, it's not for sale. Go, I'll give you." 200 bucks for it and it's going to say no and then he doesn't buy anything and leaves yeah. and I don't want some people who visit garage sales scope the place out you know yeah. they're in there to kind of go is this place coming back and worth robbing later <laughs> wow yeah. garage sales are uh, it's a seedy seedy it is a, scene it is a seedy scene it's better yeah. to go to a trash and treasure so I mm. put my arcade machine inside mm-hmm. although there were a few people who I wanted to show who were interested in, in retro uh, gaming and I wanted to show my Famicom collection and I saw it anyway but I know who these people are just from people I've seen around who, who deal in Canberra so mm. you know I if stuff goes missing I know who to blame <laughs> but um, I it is in here and I found a perfect place for it and it looks pretty good next to my buffet bar area you got to mm. admit it looks good there it does it, it's, it's almost like that's where it belongs yeah you could almost say that your wife will need to be convinced that that is where it should stay and it is going to stay there for a little while mm. because I'm moving, as I think I mentioned last podcast, I'm moving my my games room yes. into the garage. And until all of that is set up, I don't want to move the arcade back there. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's perfect because the arcade machine is in the living room. It's next to the bar. It looks good. And you think, oh man, I really want to play some games. However, uh, my wife went to a baby shower last week, as did... Uh, your wife yes. went to my wife's baby shower. Yes, that's right. With your wife had a baby shower. Yep. Shay, bow, shay, shay, I was going to say shabies were bowered. Uh, babies were showered. <laughs> shabies. You know, this proves... One step away from rabies. You know, we had that, that experiment of how alcohol affects the podcast. Yeah. I think we've just proved it right there. I, I think we did. So, shabies were bowered. And mm-hmm. uh, and that was that was interesting um, for, for uh, both of us, really. Because um, the wives were out of the house. And uh, you, I don't know what you did that day, but I looked after a crying baby. Yeah, it <laughs> um, so, was a really fun time for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I had the house to myself, or so I thought. So jealous. Uh, what ended up happening is that uh, the wives of uh, my other friends, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie and Justin, 
mm-hmm. also went to this baby shower, so they ended up coming here. Nice. So uh, basically, they came around two six packs in hand. Awesome. We, Better beer than Tui's new ad, I'd yep. wager. We we ordered some. Oh yeah, there, there were some nice pale ales, some craft pale ale. We set up. Uh, we had some pizza. Set everything up. Yep. And when I say set up, we just we just like opened up the um, the cardboard of the of the six packs and just you know all grabbed a beer, mm-hmm. turned the main machine on, and proceeded to play some games. This is where I came across a problem. Mm-hmm. So I loaded up. Golden Axe. Okay. So yes. you and I have a bit of a history with Golden Axe. We do. The classic Sega arcade. Golden Axe is and, a great uh, game. Mega Drive game. Mm-hmm. And Charlie and I uh, first played it on his 486, I do believe. Wow. Way, way back in the early 90s. And it was kind of a bit of a classic game for us. So I, I loaded that up. Because you have a shared history with that game. We do. Yeah. And, uh, and Charlie is someone I've known almost as long as... As Rob and Charlie mm. is to I, I suppose what I am to uh, to Rob uh, Charlie is to me yeah that, that I'm much I'm much more heavy set and more powerful and yes. more manipulative and when I say manipulative I mean yes. I'll beat you up if you don't. It's do like what I say. the muscly enabler. Yes, <laughs> like, and Charlie is like drink that... this fifth of vodka or I'll punch you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and Charlie is that uh... to me because he's. We're, we're yin and yang in a lot of ways, but we're mm. also we are very bad influences on each other because we goad each other into doing stupid stuff all the time. Uh, it was actually fairly tame last time they came over because it was just beer and pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we started playing Golden Axe, we discovered a problem. Right. Uh, player two, uh, button A, which is the very first button, which would be the hack and slash button, mm-hmm. doesn't work properly. Oh, yeah, that's that's not good. You need to be able to hack and or slash. Yeah, so Golden Axe. Yeah, because the the so there are six buttons, uh, three up, three below. So it's got like a, a Street Fighter configuration, as you would uh, most likely say. Mm-hmm. But the the first button, which is the hidden button, mm-hmm. uh, you don't need six for Golden Axe. Obviously, you only need uh, one, two, and Magic. So mm-hmm. um, hit, jump, jump, and Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't work. It works occasionally. Like, you'll <laughs> press it and he'll he'll hit, oh but you can't keep forcing the button and hit, keep slashing, slashing, is that, slashing. Is that a problem unique to Golden Axe? No, no, no. It, it is... I, I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. So I exited out of Golden Axe, mm. tried it with another game, and it's the same problem. So oh it is a, bu- a problem with the button. Oh, no. Okay. So basically, I ended up um, putting on uh, a fighting game because you don't need... As many buttons for that. Yes. Uh, I, I put on Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior. So the ah. original Street Fighter 2 game. Okay. Yeah. And you don't use light punch quite as much, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. You would use medium or hard yeah. most of the time. I, I tend to like just use heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm, I know that's not the best strategy. No. But I just go, well, that's the one that'll hurt them the most. Yeah. So I'll do that. And uh, and so the problem there is that the, the button does work, but only work, you know, it, you can't keep forcing it and it'll only work if you tap it once every second or so. So not not a great thing for a lot of hack and slash games. Mm. So what I need to do is I need to get into the arcade cabinet underneath. Right up in them guts. And basically rip that button out and install a new one. Yep. Now there is a problem with that. Yep. In that, when I got this arcade machine, it didn't come with keys, and there it's a it's a sit down diagonal screen. 
So it's not the most common of arcade. It's not a stand-up. It's not like a flat cocktail cabinet. It's kind of in between where you can sit down. Screens on a like a forty-five degree angle, and the the joysticks and buttons are kind of in front of you on like a little panel. Yeah, yeah. I can't get in underneath that panel because there's like a, a tubular uh, cylindrical lock there, hmm. like a lock where it, not not like a a normal. Uh, house lock. It's like okay. A circular lock. It's not a. It's not a pin and tumbler lock. No, it's a. It's a cylindrical tumbler lock. Tumbler yeah. lock. So, you know, like kind of like you'd have a, a bike lock key, like with this oh. the kind of key that's circular. You need to force it in there oh, and turn weird. it. Oh, weird. Okay. Don't have the key. It would cost too much money. So I am drilling through it. Nice. Okay. Uh, like a I, bank job. <laughs> and I, I did was there a lot of the morning, and I still haven't driven. Th- like drilled all the way through it yet, right? Okay. And I did it on the carpet, so I had to. Uh, and that sounds bad, but it's actually a lot more comfortable. Retro gamers do it on the carpet. Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten through there yet, and I know I can see from the back of the arcade cabinet because there's a hole in the back there, which you know, a, a panel which you can remove to look in. Mm. But there's all this other stuff there which prevents you from just ripping everything out and uh, undoing the D lock that way How from annoying. behind. It is yeah. really annoying uh, because after that's broken, there are two metal rods which need to go inwards and then I can lift up the panel and then replace all the buttons and do repair work. Hmm. And I can't do that yet until I pop the lock. And it is okay. a, it is, it's a big job for my rather bad drill. Okay. Uh, so that's a project that requires yeah. more work, but Street Fighter 2 went down really well. Cool. Uh, we were all evenly, fairly evenly matched. Like, yeah. it was... Uh, game by game, player by player, life by life. Dalsim is your main, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play as Dalsim the whole time. We all kind of tried everyone else. Mm-hmm. But we got to a point where um, we were all kind of winging a couple of games and someone would get on and like defeat the other person. Mm. And uh, Justin, one of the other guys there, was maining uh, Dalsim himself for a while. Oh, okay. And we couldn't, we couldn't get him off the board uh, Charlie couldn't get him off, and I went on there with Ken. Uh-huh. No, sorry, with Ryu. Right, yeah. And I managed to defeat him. Nice. Because Ryu is, is a well-rounded character, and I, I know I basically know his moves, and yeah. managed to get in there and, and get him. Nice. And then I was, I, was, uh, I, was Ken, I was Ryu, sorry, for a while, and then Ken came to challenge me, and then I beat Ken. So that, awesome. was, that was good. Fun times. And Some good old Street Fighter 2. I had a. It was. It was good. And Japan. I, I really wanted to fix this arcade China. machine. Yeah. By tonight, <laughs> but I couldn't because I, I can't get into that panel mm. without a hell of a lot more work, which I don't have time for. And I believe you have a story about your leg. Yeah. So after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with a thrilling story about my leg. Look, so um, I did, it's just in the show notes, and I didn't couldn't think of a good way to segue. No, so there's just, no there's just, no good segue to a leg. No. Uh. So when you're a parent. You'll get up at really weird times at night to take care of a crying baby, and this is something that you will experience the joy of down the track. But try, it's not as bad. It's not that bad, really. It's just you get up in the middle of the night. It's like when you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, except there's a crying baby involved. You know, um, it sounds pretty terrible, actually. It's yeah, it's worse. It's worse than going to the toilet. Yeah, it's object- objectively worse yeah. than going to the toilet in the middle of the night. Um, but it's still not that bad. But but so we have a rocking chair in the baby's room, and what we do is we take the baby out of the crib when she's crying. When she's just whimpering a bit, we tend to just leave her and let her sort of deal with it. Yeah. When she's full-blown crying, we, we intervene. Uh, so this night was at three in the morning. I came in. It was just like a, this is Sunday night. Or, um, you know, Monday morning. 
Uh, picked up the baby three in the morning. Um, took her to the rocking chair, which we have, which is it's not really a rocking chair, but it has like a you can tilt in it a bit. You yeah. can kind of like you know rock. You can get a rocking motion going in the chair, um, and uh, and fed her. Uh, we're giving her rather large bottles now because, as I mentioned in a previous episode, we have a very large baby, um, and so it takes a while to feed her. And I'm rocking the whole time to try and get her to go back to sleep, um, and uh, all seemed fine. All seemed fine until the next morning I woke up um, and had shooting pains up the inner side of my uh, my right leg from the ankle up the calf um, and had no idea initially like what had happened. I, I was limping around all day um, and then it dawned on me at some point that it must have been something to do with the way I was rocking the baby. Because so I, did you like have one foot on the ground? I had one foot like, on the ground. And I think I was sort of doing like what you might call like a sort of a ballerina toe. Like I was kind of I had oh, okay. the ball of my foot uh, pressing down. And I think that was how I was getting and the rocking your motion. Your body's not used to making that particular sort no, of, no sort of motion. It's a weird ah. thing. And um, for, for, you know, for twenty minutes, doing that for twenty minutes must have just pulled a muscle or something. Mm. And I'm only now just getting over it. For the for the last week, that's from Monday through till Friday. I was limping around. <laughs> and people asked me what was wrong. I said, I rocked my baby too much. <laughs> like, it's the, it's the stupidest... It's the it, stupidest it reason. It sound like a... Just so you know, wimpy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like such a, such a bad said, anecdote. I should have said I was like in a bar in fight. In terms of like toughness. Someone broke a pool cue over my leg in a bar but fight. But I, I still got up and, and, yeah. and you know, punched him one yeah. of the... I broke a VB glass and jammed it in his eye. <laughs> come, that's like what we call a callback. And... Um, no, no. Yeah, so I, I I pulled a muscle in my leg from rocking my baby. <laughs> that is the lamest injury story and, uh, ever. It really brings home the fact that I'm not young anymore. That I'm I'm definitely approaching middle age, uh, and and simple things like rocking in a rocking chair can lead to like pain that will last for days. I like how you're telling this to the uh, person who. Like, I have genuine problems with my knee. Like, I yeah. had repeated knee dislocations. Mm-hmm. I had to end up having an operation. Yeah. So, I have I have a permanent limp, slight limp, to yeah. my right side. I'm not going to get much sympathy from this guy. And you are the person mm. who used to steal my walking stick <laughs> when we were in year 11 and 12. It was a fun jape. <laughs> you, you thought it was funny. I did not think it was funny because it <laughs> rendered me mobile, you bastard. <laughs> This is, just, this is just after I had an operation, came back with two screws and mm. like and a whole bunch yeah. of stitches in my knee. Yep. He had he had metal bolts in his legs. And then he thought, hey, hey, I'm going to steal his walking stick. And I thought it would be a fun jape <laughs> to take his stick <laughs> and and also to call him a cripple. And, uh, and I am uh, going to kick you in the legs <laughs> so hard now <laughs> that you're going to be soft for another five days. Teenagers are jerks. And I was... <laughs> I was very much a teenager. <laughs> yes, there's no denying uh, that here. Yeah, so I've been limping all week. So yes, and I, I won't get much sympathy from this bugger lugs over here. But uh, the point is that it sucked, and maybe I, in some small way, I may have some sympathy for your plight. But actually, no, no. In fact, it's made me hate you more. No, I have no uh, sympathy for you either. In yeah. fact, I am going to kick you so hard. <laughs> I have one other story I wanted to briefly mention eh? before we move on. All right. Because time is of the essence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah th- because you know nothing says time is like the essence we, like a two-hour podcast. We did talk early in this show run about wanting to maybe cover other types of games, um, including you know board games and, and the like. Yeah. And um, I did actually play a board game recently. My uh, 
my wife's family, so my in-laws, came around to play a game of Talisman at my house um, last weekend. Uh, and this is basically my, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, myself and my wife playing Talisman. Um, my mother-in-law, uh, probably wisely, sat it out. Did she and, watch? Or? And took care of the baby while we played Talisman, oh, okay. which was lovely of her. Uh, because she was quite needy that day. But yeah, we played Talisman. So it was four of us playing Talisman. Um, here's the thing about Talisman, right? So basically, it's a fantasy game. It's it's simpler than uh, than Hero Quest. It's not it's not like Hero Quest. It's it's not a dungeon a Bradley Hero Quest it's, game. <laughs> it's not a dungeon crawl. It's, yeah. it's not a, uh, a hack and slash game. It's it's more of a it's a more of a proper board game where you move around the board. You land on squares. You draw cards like chance cards, sort of thing, and um, it might be a goblin, or it might be a potion, or something that you find. You know, it's very, it's very nerdy and 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 fantasy and such. Um, but it takes a long time to play it. And one thing I will recommend to people is, if you're going to play Talisman, make sure you find people who want to play Talisman uh, and are committed to sitting down for three or possibly four, or even five hours and playing oh Talisman. So who so, out so, of this group was not committed to playing Talisman? So I will, I will. Everyone but you. Here, here's what I will, I will describe the people, and you can tell me who you think was the most committed to playing Talisman. Okay, you. So we had, we had uh, myself uh, and an affirmed D and D nerd of old, and tabletop gamer, and person who likes to play Skyrim and such. Yeah. Um, but hasn't played Talisman for many years. My wife, who'd never played Talisman, but was curious. Okay. Uh. My brother-in-law, Jack, who came to the house carrying the box that contained Talisman and all the add-ons to Talisman and wearing, and I'm not even kidding, a literal wizard's hat. Nerd! And my father-in-law, who had a splitting headache. (laughs) Okay, I am going to guess that the person who really, really wanted to play this game... Yes. ...was no one. And that you're all idiots. (laughs) So basically... My father-in-law was very much not interested in playing Talisman. But I, he didn't have a choice. I think he was forced to play Talisman. Yeah. And and <laughs> he just kept like rubbing his head, his forehead, and like groaning and like sighing and not participating. Meanwhile, Jack, with his wizard's hat on, was like creating backstories for his character and um Oh no. Yeah, it was it was a wild scene. The other thing I will say is they so said basically Were you drinking throughout <clears throat> this? We had beers, yeah. Oh, that's it was good. good. It made it. It made it much more. Tolerable. Actually, I had a lot of fun with it, actually. But um, <clears throat> yes, uh, Jeff, my my father-in-law, was not enjoying himself particularly, uh, especially when Jack tried to argue with him about the rules of the game. Oh no! Because one of you, whenever you play a board game, one of you has to know the rules. This is the thing: is that there's always one of you who knows the rules better than the others, and whenever there's a dispute, there has to be someone who points to the rule book and says. Actually, it always starts with actually. Yeah. Actually, you actually, if you read <laughs> yeah. the rules, it's um, yeah. When you're on, when you land on a space that already has a card on it, you can actually still draw cards and da 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 da. And uh, they got into a full blown argument. And at one point, my wife and I were just looking at each other, oh, like no. quiz, like just like bemusedly, while while my brother-in-law and my father-in-law had a tiff about the rules of talisman. It was. A bit of a wild scene. Um, sounds, I don't know, It to me, to my mind, it actually sounds fun to watch, but not participate. 
It's because like, like everyone mm. has their own kind of profile in this, and that there's family members, there's friend, you know, there's mm. there's uh, you know, like you, you. I'm assuming that you have some sort of friendship with your brother-in-law. Yeah, I do. We get along. Yeah, we get along pretty well actually. And then there's yeah. your wife in there, who's like probably just happy to get away from the baby for a while. Yes, but probably not 100 percent committed to this idea of no, playing a board game. No, she wasn't super into it. Um, she she enjoyed herself. Like she likes fantasy stuff. She likes. So, did you finish the game? Uh, we did. Um, Jack won. Um, well, but, I mean, he was wearing a wizard's cap, but, so I would say yeah. cheating. I that wizard, that wizard ass, was cheating. He actually was really happy because he actually managed to draw randomly the wizard character to play as, which he was really happy yeah, about. Random, yes, randomly. The guy it. wearing the wizard hat <laughs> randomly drew the wizard card. <laughs> that damn cock lizard. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I gave him a good run for his money. It was actually quite down to the wire. Mm. But uh, we played Talisman, which is fun. But yes, don't play Talisman. With people who aren't interested in playing Talisman like my father-in-law because, um, yes, he... It's not going to end well for anyone. He was, like, just griping the whole time. It wasn't... It kind of ruined the game a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, with that, Mm -hmm. we actually have a special guest appearance. And when I say special guest appearance, I really mean pre-recorded segment from our good friends, Cody Goff and Jonathan Uncle Stabo Martin from the U.S. office of Game Life Balance. Yes, the U.S. correspondence. So now I'm about to play something, and this will have to be inserted post because I don't have we don't have a correct panel to do this. But we have never heard this pre-recorded yeah. segment. So we'll before. listen to it now, right now, live. Yep. On well, not really live, but you get the idea. Yep. And then we'll uh, be back in a couple of minutes, and, and then uh, we'll respond to whatever they say. Yes. Hello, Rob and AC uh, Sushi Mora. Hello from across the pond. Across across the pond, mate. Hello from across the pond, governor. Nope, went cockney again. <laughs> there you go. You every went time. cockney. You go cockney every every time. Hey, so we were just talking. Uh, some we were talking about you guys. We get together often and just drink wine and, and talk about you. Basically, we we do. I hope that is. Flattering and not creepy. We wa- we actually we were talking about a book that we actually thought you guys might be interested in, just because Rob, we know that we can tell you're a big history buff, and I've been reading a book lately, and I don't know, I, you might have heard of it. It's called uh, The Assassins: A Radical Sect in Islam, and it's a fascinating read. If you ever get done building that treadmill, you may get a chance then to read this great book. And you know how we determine AC is my doppelganger? I know that Rob is me. Okay, well that like, and he's legitimately then me. by okay then by association, AC is me. So, so since AC is me, I recently discovered that he is, uh, he is a ninja, actually, or a samurai. I actually wasn't clear, but he he owns a katana. They're both Japanese. They're both Japanese. Right. So, so I've decided that in all of my online avatars, until the end of time, I'm going to give my character a katana because I figure he probably doesn't do that. Like in game in games like uh, I don't know. Uh, Mitomo. No, because right? that'd be that'd be kind of on the nose, wouldn't right, it? Right, exactly. So there's no way he's going to give us a katana. So I'm going to dress my character and use a katana. There won't be any confusion then as to who's who. Yeah. So AC, that that is how we'll distinguish ourselves. I will equip a katana. And Rob, because you're the attractive one, I kind of want to do everything the same way you do it, but not in a weird way. No, not in a creepy way at all. Please send me your hair. Can you export hair from Australia? I want to smell it. So yeah, hi from across the pond, guys. From Game Life Balance US. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. 
Damn you, Cody! (laughs) The one thing I had. He's taking away the one difference I had between him and me. Oh, you do not equip that that katana, Cody. I will come with you with my actual katana. (laughs) Kill Bill style. Oh, dear. He's not joking. (laughs) No. He's killed before he'll kill again. He's He's a dangerous man. Oh god! Okay, that's, that was that's um, pretty funny. That was that was pretty good. So, so we I, genuinely had not heard that. No, <laughs> that book will haunt me to the ends of time. Well, the assassins, the uh, a radical sect in Islam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. Because I pulled that randomly off your shelf by Bernard Lewis, nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> You're looking up Google. <laughs> not. In the last episode of Game Life Balance US. I reckon that Uncle Stabo mm-hmm. managed to get mention of that book in more than I did in our episodes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's becoming increasingly clear to me <laughs> that the Game Life Balance US podcast, the US po- version of the Game Life Balance podcast, is basically the podcast equivalent of a YouTube reaction video <laughs> for our show. <laughs> And, and now us and for them. conversely, we are the YouTube reaction video to their... You know, it's going to come out one day, like... Show. At the, at the very last episode, we're just going to come out and say, yeah, no, it was, it was just us putting on a silly accent the whole time. You know what this is like? It's like... It's like you have to listen to their show to understand ours, and you have to listen to our show to understand theirs. And yeah. If you don't have both pieces of the puzzle, then none of this makes sense. <laughs> It's kind. Of- it's like we're forcing you to buy the other amiibo or something. You know, it's like we're yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. you know, we're like you, you know, you can you can buy it without the DLC if you you're want. You're not going to understand it though. You won't have as good a time. Yeah, but you know, if you get if you listen to Game Life Balance US, oh, you, then you might they're get both. A- they're both free. Yeah, the, it'll only cost you your soul. I swear. <laughs> That's right. Your time, uh, your soul, your sanity. They're not worth anything. No. If you're listening to this already, then you don't have a soul. That's right. You are one of the soulless walking yep. dead of the earth. Yes. Thank you very much, uh, Cody. Yeah, Uncle Stavo. for preparing that. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, I'll be cutting off a lock of my hair and sending it to you, John. Dude, you should totally do that. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't do it, I'll like totally do it in the middle of the yes. night when you're sleeping. Yes. Uh, don't don't <laughs> don't come into my house again ever, please. <laughs> I'm uh, the one who installed those crim safe things. Remember? Yes, crim safe. <laughs> I'm not really a criminal. I'm just creepy. I just, just want a lock of your hair not, to mail to people in the United States. He's not criminal. He's just done many, many years for armed robbery. Well, I mean, to be fair, nobody died except that one person who accidentally got shot six times. They threw themselves onto your bullets. It was... It was bizarre, really. Yeah, it was... They, uh, impressive. I think they wanted it. I, yeah, I mean, he was asking for it. He says, no, 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 please shoot me. Yeah, but... And that's what I heard. That's anyway. obviously code for, please shoot me, I love it. And I just spilled beer everywhere. Sorry. No, no, we're going to keep recording while I clean up the beer. That's fine. So, yes, again, proof that maybe drinking isn't the best idea for us. Uh, right. So, that was the Game Life Balance US podcast, which um, is basically the same show as us, except they have American accents. And uh, I really wish we were different. Like, we have a different format, but the personalities are you know just what, so damn you know, I think similar. The main difference, actually, I'm going to be serious here. Okay. The main difference between their shows and ours mm. is. Well, okay, there's two differences. One, they record uh, via Google Hangouts, whereas we sit in the same room yeah. because we literally live a stone's throw away from each other. Also, uh, I... And two, um, they we laugh at our own jokes <laughs> and they don't. 
they're more professional in the sense that they don't corpse as much as we yeah do. Like, yeah yeah that, that's so true like they because they, they're funny and we watch them and you and we giggle along they are go, very funny um and th- i think the problem is that we think we're really funny <laughs> so we laugh at each other yeah. we laugh at ourselves and i don't know how to back to it that. later and go well uh, that was um I don't what, think what there's was any so way... funny? I don't get the joke. I, I was there and I don't get the joke. I don't think we can ever stop that. That's, I just can't imagine us ever being like professional enough to not to make jokes and not giggle. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to be professional. Full stop. No, that's probably true. But and yeah, no, I, and on that thought, mm-hmm. on that thought, mm-hmm. we have a quiz. Ooh, a quiz. And then we have a question, but I want to do the quiz first. I'm clapping my hands in excitement. It's not a different sound that you might think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. that I wonder what sound that sounded like on the um. Yeah. I'm clapping my hands like a Japanese schoolgirl in um, anticipation. Uh, okay, all right. Um, I'll I'll pay that. Like a like a cheerful, excited schoolgirl waiting with bated breath for the kitten in the box that he's that she's going to be given. Um, Schrodinger's box. Yes. And that kitten is both alive and dead. It's dead. I'll take it. I'll take the alive and dead cat. No, no, it's dead. Because instead of radium, I just put swords in there. Oh, man. It's still not dead until you look. Actually, it is. It totally is. It's bleeding out it's, the, it's, the bottom of the box. It's, yeah, when, when you do Schrodinger's cat experiments, <laughs> it's definitely a dead cat. Yeah, I just uh, disproved or proved someone's theorem about dead cats. Is that quantum physics or yeah, something? something? Or is that like just that? animal cruelty? Uh, well, that's for the RSPCA to to, uh, to decide. To decide. Okay, right. my quiz is uh, Gameception. Ooh, Okay. Okay, so it is games within games. Video games within video games. You're blowing my mind, man. Yeah, and it is going to be a true or false quiz rather than actually having to get you to... uh to actually guess what game is inside so, another game. I, I'm going, so, in this quiz, do I have to enter your dreams and see the thoughts of games into your brain? Do you really want to enter my dreams? No, uh, I, I, would, I would like to think I'm already there. <laughs> this, this is all a dream. <laughs> wow, I am really messed up. <laughs> okay. Like, really messed we up. We should probably get on with it. Yeah. Alright, so... Yeah, well, we really need to get on with it. Yeah. Because I think we're going to go over our megabyte limit this, this month. Alright, so... True or false? Mm-hmm. And you might get all of these, you might get none of these, I don't know. I have okay. no idea what your, your, your depth of video game knowledge is. Okay. But the, the first one I think is easy. Alright. In the LucasArts classic game, Day of the Tentacle, okay. you can play Maniac Mansion. Ooh. Uh, so, Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion. Okay, yeah. so Day of the Tentacle is actually the sequel yeah. to Maniac Did Mansion. Did they put the whole... The yeah, whole game is in inside there. That would be like value for money. Yep. Uh, look, I'm gonna say yes. So true. True. Yes. 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 True. That is correct. You can actually go to a television. I think in one of the, the scientists' room. I do believe it is. Right. And you can you switch it on. You have like a border of the television, and you can actually play all of Maniac Mansion. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's um Maniac. Of course, Day of the Tentacle is much more updated. Yeah. And uh, it's mostly text-based in the other version, or entirely text-based. Okay. It is, um, it is legitimately in that game. Awesome. Okay. Hmm. Next one. Okay. I just totally guessed that, but yeah, yep. all right. Okay. In Super Xevious for Famicom, mm-hmm. so you know Xevious, the, this, the classic oh, arcade Oh, I know game. Xevious. Yep. You can drop bombs on things. You can indeed. So this is Super Xevious, the gold cart for the Famicom. Ooh. If you get precisely 100,000 points... And press the reset button before scoring any more points. You will reset to the original Famicom version of Xevious. 
Mm. Hundred thousand points, points and then press, and press, press the reset. reset. It will reset to Ooh. Uh, normal Xevious, original Xevious. The Famicom version. I'm going to say false. Oh, Rob. Of course it's false. Yeah, yeah. I just. Mm. You know, if you'd said like hit start and select or something, yeah, I might have been yeah. convinced. But... There are a couple of games where you can hit reset at a certain time. Really? Uh, uh, X Men Two Clone Wars hmm. is actually has that function. Okay. Right next. In the Japanese N sixty four and GameCube versions of Animal Crossing, you can play the NES classic Excite Bike. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I'd imagine you'd go to that bar and play it or something. Um, I'd like that to be true. So you're saying N64 and GameCube. The Japanese N64 and the GameCube versions. I never played either of those, so I'm going to have to guess. Um, I'm going to say true? Ooh, yes. Cool. I should have made these harder. I just, I just erred on the side of knowing that Animal Crossing is a rad game. Yeah, so uh, it's not it's not just Excite Bike. You can actually play other classic. I awesome. think you can actually play the original Mario <laughs> Brothers there. You know, I was thinking the other day that Animal Maybe, Crossing yeah. should have been in my top ten. Really? Yeah, I love that oh, wow, game. Okay. I have a lot of fondness for that game. So yeah, so you can actually go to a place and there's a whole bunch of basically um, you can emulate hmm. those games on um, on Animal Crossing. Um, next question. Mm-hmm. In Shenmue, which is a Sega game, you can play Space Harrier on an arcade. Oh, yeah. Shenmue's a weird game. Uh, it's, it wouldn't surprise me if there is that in it. Because there's all sorts of stuff in that game. Like playing pachinko and stuff. Um, and like stacking boxes at the dock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. I say it's true. Oh, no. You're, you might get a perfect score here. I'm not <gasps> being very challenging, am oh, I? Oh, my gosh. Okay, brilliant. Four out of Four out of four. Okay. All right. Next. In Game Dev Tycoon, you can play Pong if your name for your current game dev project is Pong. Ooh. True or false? Hmm. I have no idea. I'm going to guess false. It is true. Damn it. Damn it. I ruined my perfect score. So if you are in uh, Game Dev Tycoon... Mm Mm-hmm. You can actually go in and name your your project Pong, uh-huh. and then you can just say it's Pong, awesome. and then you can just play Pong. That's that's all <laughs> it is. That's great. I suppose it's a callback to the first and you know one of the first video games, not the first technically speaking. Awesome. All right, next, Yakuza Four. You can go to a Sega arcade and play the Sega Classic Golden Axe, but you can only play one player. Golden Axe. Mm. I know that you Yakuza can, 4. I, if you had just left it at Sega Arcade, I would have said yes, absolutely, because mm-hmm. I know you can do that. You can, yep. But is Golden Axe in the is arcade? Is Golden Axe one of them in a Yakuza game? Mm. I'm going to say false. You're right. You are right. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know you so, can play like... Um, you can play Virtua Fighter. Yeah. You can, I think Virtua Fighter 2, maybe. And you can play a whole bunch of uh, claw games, like skill testers or UFO games, as they call them Can in you Japan. play that like drumming game as well? Like? Yeah, yeah. 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 I knew that drumming game was in there. So you can play those. You cannot play Golden Axe. I should really check out Yakuza sometime. I really like GTA games, and that mm. seems to be like the Japanese GTA, um, for want of a better like reductive statement. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Okay, next one. Mm. Another Seeker game in Jet Set Radio. On the New York level, if you spray paint one particular area three times while the ch- cops are chasing you, mm-hmm. you unlock Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. What? 
That would be so great. What a great choice. Oh, I'd love that to be true. But it just sounds so wrong. But maybe it's so wrong that it's right. Jet, Jet Set Radio is a Sega game, right? It is a Sega game. Oh, okay. It is. It is. Same, yeah, it's a Dreamcast. It is a Dreamcast game. Yes, one of the, one of the last great Sega games people have oh, said. Oh man, console. I would love that. I, I, you know, as you know, I am a super fan of Alex Kidd. I will say this: it's either true or false. I'm not going to say it's false and it's like Alex Kidd in Miracle World or okay. something like that. It's either true or it's false. I'm going to say true or false. Damn it! <laughs> I just said true because I wanted it to be I true. wanted it to be true as well. Mm. It's not true, but I was I was looking through my collection for false statements to make, and I just saw Jet Set Radio, and I went, oh, man, if they put, like, an Alex Kidd sort of thing in that, yeah, that'd be so I never fun. played that one, so I don't... Mm. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay, next one. Commander Keen was hidden in the code of EA's Tiger Woods PGA Tour and <laughs> had to be pulled from shelves. <laughs> So, Commander Keen by id Software, before <laughs> Doom, was hidden in the code, someone found it, and then they had to pull it from shelves. Oh, man. In an EA game. For Again, Woods, that sounds... PGA okay, so I want to say yes, because I would love it. Yep. But I'm going to say false. It just sounds too unbelievable. It is, it is false. Yes. It is false. However, okay. in that very game, it's a bit of a trick question here. In that very game, EA's Tiger Woods PGA Tour, the original South Park short, the Jesus versus uh, Santa clause, I suppose, oh, which is almost yeah. like their pilot, that was in the code. Ah! It was like basically a, a, a file hidden on there and people found it and it was kind of meant to be just like something that no one was ever meant to find and then they had to pull it off shelves. Oh my god. That's almost because like it's a copyright just, claim. Someone just accidentally put like their torrent download of <laughs> yeah. South Park episode in the basically <laughs> yes. dragged and dropped. Whoops. Oh, so there, there was a there was an iota of truth to that, but it wasn't Commander Keen. Wow. I, I was going to say, does Commander Keen you know show up in Doom Two, which he does, but not as a game, yeah. just as a dead character. Wow. Okay. Okay. In the PSP game Castlevania, the Dracula X Chronicles. Hmm. which is a remake of the PC Engine CD game Rondo of Blood, okay. you can actually unlock Castlevania Symphony of the Night. On the PSP yep. version of Rondo of Blood. Yeah, which is called Chronicle... Uh, Sorry, Dracula X Chronicle. I just keep calling it Rondo of Blood. It's like play, a remake. You can, you can unlock Symphony of the Night, which is the PS1 that game. That would be like such value. Yeah. It almost feels like would Konami be, do that? Would it be, They might. Would they be that nice? I mean, look, <laughs> old Konami may have, yeah, but but like today's Konami would probably punch you in the nuts <laughs> and still make you pay for it. Yeah, uh, mm, false, true. Damn it, that's it is, awesome. That is true. It is it is unlockable. That's um, so cool. Not only that, but there is also you can unlock unlock the original Rondo of Blood. Wow, and there is another game as well, which if you have the wrong card inserted. Into, mm. the, uh, into the PC Engine system, mm. when you try and play the CD, another mini-game comes up. Wow. And they have that one as well. Holy cow, go yeah. get... That That sounds like the game to get. Yeah, I have that game, I just don't have the box, like the, the kind of case for it. So Rondo of Blood is great, Symphony of the Night is great. That's... Yeah, it's, they're hard though, they're really hard games. Mm. Mm. Alright, uh, and I do believe that this is our last question. Ooh, okay. Alright, here you go. If you put the Game Boy game Space Invaders, classic uh, Taito game, mm-hmm. into a Super Game Boy, it unlocks the full Super Nintendo Space Invaders game. 
Mm, okay. So just from a Game Boy game, you plug it into a, uh, a Super Game Boy, put it in your Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and the entire Super Nintendo version is unlocked. Man, that sounds so hard to believe. Mm, I'm going to say false. My gut says false. It is true. Really? It is such a wow. bizarre, weird-ass thing. That is weird. That if you put... Um, so that we're just talking the Game Boy game mm. into... Uh, if you play it on the Game Boy, it's just the normal Game Boy version. If you put it in the Super Game Boy, there is actually like this whole other section which is unlocked, which mm. is basically the same as the Super Nintendo version, which has the like the arcade game, wow. all three versions of that, and the original Game Boy version as well. Huh. Which is just this this weird That's crazy. thing that was released for the Super the uh, Super Game Boy Super for Game Boy. the Super Nintendo. Wow, okay. So, yeah. so that ended up being uh, four to me, six to Rob. Wow. Rob was the winner. Thank it was you. it was interesting, I think, some interesting yeah, tidbits. Fascinating. In I started out really well, but then yeah, it got got hard. Uh, yeah, I was trying to throw some curveballs at you. Mm. Now this is, here's a bonus one. Uh, it's not a question. But if you go to Google mm-hmm. and type in Atari Breakout, mm-hmm. press enter, and then go to images, Google Images, you can play Breakout using the Google Images. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is actually true. I read about that because I was reading about Breakout mm. on Wikipedia. And I, I did that today and completed the first level. So that's it's not a game awesome. within a game, but it's in a game within Google. Breakout is a great, great game. I have a version of, of Breakout. A Breakout-style game called Wizorb <laughs> on, on Steam, which is a great... a great. It's like Arkanoid a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that sort of... That's a really great format of game that so it's a good time waster and hmm. it's just you know if you've never tried that before it, it's it's not secret knowledge certainly but it is fun to have a look at yeah yeah now lastly we do have a question uh oh, yes. listener question now this question comes from rai rai kun yes and when when you told me that we had a question about vb games <laughs> i was initially baffled and i'm glad that we covered what vb is in this episode terrible beer i thought that there were like some sort of like vb no. licensed games out there. no 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 this is a terrible game system instead the virtual boy now Kind of like VB of game system. <laughs> he kind of is. Um, we should actually do a photo of that, actually. Just like a, v, <laughs> like a VB beer in front of the VB, uh, the Virtual Boy. Oh, dear. So are there actually any good games on the Virtual Boy? So mm. I don't think it's worth owning per se because it's getting more and more expensive. But you and I have played it. I own an inbox version. Yeah. I own the majority of the games. Are any of them worth playing? Like, mm, what? Depends on what you mean by worth playing. If you own one, if you if you have the misfortune of owning one, and you're wondering which game to play, yeah, like that tennis one's all right, I guess. Yeah, um, kind of like vertical pong instead yeah, of horizontal pong. Not so bad. <laughs> um, I haven't played a lot of, of virtual boy games, so you may be better placed to to answer this question. Um, Teleroboxer was like it's all right. Teleroboxer is good because it takes advantage of both the um, the the trigger buttons on the back. Yeah. And both D-pads can act as, like, punching and blocking as well, which mm. is really cool. Because the, the Virtual Boy has two D-pads, one on each side. And I think Box is okay. It's, it's like, not as good version of uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Mm. Uh, tennis, yeah. I find very ordinary. Uh, it's okay. Wario Land is a good game. Okay. I will stake my claim was and say... Was that the pack-in? No, it wasn't the pack-in. The tennis was the pack-in. Oh, okay. Mm. But, yeah, it's not... It doesn't need to be on Virtual Boy, but the only place you can get it, they yeah. never released it anywhere else, it's just on Virtual Boy. It does kind of take advantage of the the stereoscopic 3D-ness a little bit. Yeah. 
And I think um, I think that's probably the best game on there. Okay. Well, I mean, take the it platformer, from yeah. this this man right here is one of the few people who actually has a, a certain amount of knowledge of the the virtual blade, yeah. like you know, more than the average. Um, so yeah, I guess Wario Land is the one. And if you're a super fan of Wario, then you, you kind of need this to complete your collection, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, there are uh, most of the games are mediocre or not good. Um, mm. The the a lot of sort of pure, solid sevens, yeah, <laughs> seven out of tens sort of thing. The pure pure yeah. uh, rip off, which is Bomberman, uh, the Bomberman kind of puzzle game on that Bomberman Panic, oh, yeah. is good. Mm. But you, there's no link cable, so you can't play it against anyone else, and nobody else you know has a Virtual Boy anyway. Yeah. And you can get that game on other systems, I do believe. <laughs> uh, red Alarm is okay, but it's kind of very wireframey and hard to know what's going on when you're flying a, a red ship through nothing but red wireframes. <laughs> I imagine that could get confusing. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And there's like pinball and a, and a very boring version of Tetris called V Tetris. Yes, and that's probably the most common game. Mm. So yeah, it's it's not a system that's worth buying for its games. But if you have that system, there are a few games worth getting for it. If that makes sense. Okay. And with that, with that, we come to oh god the conclusion of wow. a very long, very I, long podcast. I can't believe we did it. I. Can't believe I'm still awake. Wow, okay. Well, do you want me to try and read the copy from memory, seeing as we don't have a copy? Oh, yeah, we don't have the copy in front of us. I can can try and do it. Yeah, 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 read the copy. I can try and do it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I failed. No, no, I can do it. (laughs) Okay, Okay, ready? All right, here we go. Okay. Thank you for listening to Game Life Balance of Strength. Balls, balls, balls. (laughs) That's Andrew doing a brilliant (laughs) impression of my voice. Balls. All right, here we go. I'll I'll try again. Okay, all right, all right. Without interruption, thank you. I'll be quiet. Thank you for listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Uh, you can find us on uh, our website, gamelifebalanceaustralia.com, which is a terrible, really long URL, and we'll go into that maybe in a later episode. Yep. Uh, and you can also find us on iTunes or on the podcast app. Um, oh, God, what's it called? <laughs> Overcast. Overcast is a thing. Balls. Yes, we're terrible without the copy, aren't we? Um, if you enjoy our show, do give us a positive review on iTunes. You can also check us check us out on uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel where we post Let's Play videos and unboxing videos and other fun things. Uh, and please listen to our sister show, because as you heard before, they're hilarious. Yes. And basically us, uh, but different. They're very different. Very yes. different from us. You don't want to just listen to them because they're us. They're, no, no. They're, they're different people. They're, they're quite... They're actually, they're actually, that does not sound convincing. They're a little different. <laughs> uh, and you can find their podcast on iTunes and various other podcasting places I'm sure but you can also find places you can also find them on the web at www.gamelifebalance.us which is a much better URL than ours it is we'll get to that at a different time uh yeah so I think that pretty much wraps it up thank uh, you for listening if you made it yeah. through this entire podcast good on you we've tried to be entertaining and it, it was fun it was, I, I, got, I like this format but we can't do it every time I enjoyed myself whether the listeners will we'll find out I yeah. guess but uh, yes thanks for listening we'll be back with a normal format on episode 6 uh, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks time uh, but until then uh, oh Twitter you can also find us on Twitter so until then <laughs> until then we really need the copy enjoy our brilliant tweets uh, I'm at Reboarded I am at Prod Tally yes and we do have an official Game Life Balance Australia uh, Twitter account, which no one seems to care about. So maybe just follow us, I guess, and we'll eventually just put that thing to death. (laughs) Because no one cares. Uh, But that's at GLB Australia. So, uh, yes, thanks for listening. uh, And, uh, yes, we'll see you next time for another episode of Game Life Balance Australia. Balls. 